We thought we had friends, but we don't have friends. So we found some controversial comedians. Now no one will watch TV with us together. We got Cosmos on the rocks. On the rocks, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of No One Will Watch TV With Us. I'm Emily Austin. I'm Ethan Abramson. I'm Lillian Danner, and with us today, <gasps> a very special, special guest. She had her own one lady show, One Woman Sex in the City. It's Carrie Epimo! Oh my god, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my god, you're basically a celeb. Yeah. <laughs> basically, it's so weird. So have so you watched the show? Have you ever seen it? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not into it. <laughs> No. Tell us about, a little bit about like how you came to be the one, the one woman, woman sex, sex in the city. In the city. Well, my writing partner, I have to give credit where credit is due. My writing partner actually, I mean, I've obviously been a fan of Sex and City for years. Um, specifically, I started watching it in syndication in high school. Yes, like, when on, it was on, like on E. Yeah, like on yeah. E. Yeah. Or like WGN, I'm from Chicago. Oh, so like yeah. on like late night, and I remember that was like my sex education. <laughs> which is so flawed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like, oh, uh-uh. Oh, very so relatable. Exactly, right? And then I went to college, and then I went at Indiana University, and I had uh, someone give me like the pink set, or like I got DVDs of garage sale. Yes. The pink set the, with the, the fluff. That's yeah. the velvet, right? Yeah. We've had I someone else on who right? <laughs> So I had a couple of the DVD sets from like garage sales um, and I started watching the unedited version and I was like, <gasps> I'll never forget, spoiler alert, there is someone is hanging full brain in like season five. I can't wait. And me and my friend, because we hadn't seen a penis, like we slowed it down to try to catch a glimpse of Richard's dick. Of Dick's dick. <laughs> wow. True story. So anyway, so all wow. that is a really separate <laughs> show so my writing partner tj daw he co-created one man star wars and one man lord of the rings Amazing. and he was like i want to do like a one woman a female centric show like he saw the fandom of star wars and um lord of the rings and you know all this stuff coming out and people just like totally loving it so he's like what is this similar fandom mm -hmm. for this. women and he was like, oh my God, it's Sex and the City. And he compares Sex and the City to Star Wars, where there's this like mythical creatures, like this land, this like foreign land of like riches and clothing and you know, unrealistic like, expectations. Yeah. And it is a fantasy. It's yeah, honestly it's a hero story of sorts, right? <laughs> oh, that's so sorry. It's I'm just a like having like, um, a You're having I'm having like a feminist like uh, acid trip. Um, it's, <laughs> like it's kind of interesting that like we we confine women's fantasy life to such real life <laughs> that like, that, like men are the heroes of like Lord of the Rings and, and Star, Star Wars, Wars and like that we're given like shoes. you can buy expensive shoes here's no the deal that you have to understand the market is very bare. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Many yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. female centric. That's why, like, I I will speak. I will sing Sex and the City's praises. And so, so he asked yeah. me to write the show with him while we were on tour with another show, Post Secret. And so we wrote the show while on the road with that one because he's based in Vancouver. I'm based here in New York. And so we, it was the first time I. He's like, "Do you want to? We'll write it together. You yeah. be in it." I was like, "I've never done that before, but okay, let's do it." And then Ugh. here we are, which is it's been an incredible ride. It's wonderful. So I've performed it all over the world and. So it's been, it's been, and it'll still perform. So it's very exciting. But That's so cool. Yeah, I'm super. But I will sing Sex and City's praises because I do believe like it is incredibly. 
it was incredibly progressive at the time. It was incredibly, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it, it was really, I mean, it was a part of, for women in comedy and women's narratives, it absolutely was a part of that. Like, before this was obviously Mary, Mary Tyler Moore, like Golden Girls, things mm-hmm. of that nature. And then Sex in the City about having, like, sexually autonomous women, having women who weren't just trying to get married, who having career-oriented women and mm-hmm. flawed women, right? Like, to have Carrie, spoiler alert, you know, <laughs> and also... I won't spoil it, but you already know. You're anyway, she, the infidelity and her cheating on Aiden yeah, with yeah, like yeah. all that oh. stuff is like. She's oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I didn't think you were gonna spoil it that much. <laughs> I didn't know you said it was okay. In my defense, it's twenty years old. Is, is, did you not 20? know that? No, I didn't know that. But. <laughs> Lillian uh, is your... only up to this episode. I know, but it's in the cultural zeitgeist. Yes, like, yes, in yes. your defense, I do our social media, so I am often Googling pictures, and I'm like, yes. oh, this person gets married. Oh, that's her kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have you know a what? lot of spoilers. It's it's fine. I don't think it will. I don't think it'll detract from your enjoyment not, of the show, truly. I love spoilers. Is... I used to read Nancy Drew books. I'd be in the middle, and I'd go, well, I want to know what happens. I'd read the last five pages, and then I'd go, okay, cool, and I'd go back and read the rest of the book. Listen, I apologize. In my oh defense, my it's 20 years old. No. So. I, <laughs> I think spoiler I had culture time. has gotten out of control. Well, I'm happy. Honestly, I'm happy that it's recorded. I'm happy that I yeah. got the reaction on oh. it. That was, that was oh, yeah. Like, timeless. You'll be able to go back exactly. to that. Exactly. I feel like show, I was so naive. <laughs> so naive. Oh, how dumb was that? No, um, but I love this show too because it deals, it's fun, it's frivolous, it's a good time, but it does have some hard-hitting moments, right? It has yes. infidelity, infertility, you know, I mean, cancer. It has all of these yeah. things. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I will never tell you who. I just, you're going to be living in constant fear of who oh gets cancer. <laughs> I... You think I would have learned my lesson the first time, but you know what? I, I leaned into it so hard. I was like, you know what? She's she, spoiler she's culture. Gonna find out. She's gonna find out. She's bound to find out. Oh man! I'm bound to find out. I'm gonna watch it. Oh was, right. Well, yeah. That's I so have a funny. podcast. You're literally bound trying, to find out. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're contractually obligated to find out. <laughs> well, so they're gonna end the podcast now yeah. because they heard our final episode. We know what happened. In my defense, I do all of Does it in an hour and a half. Die so it feels like, and that's what how and the show ends. And it's weird because the movie, she movies. comes back. Uh, she she's a ghost. She's, it's, a mom, it's a Mamma Mia 2 situation. It's a Mamma Mia. <laughs> Guys, she just sings one song going. in the end. This is a non sequitur, sings- but I truly think that I realized this week, Mamma Mia might be my favorite movie of all it time. It is such a good movie. Emily and I saw it together. It's my second time seeing it. But not Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia 1 is, I think, my favorite movie of all time. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> we were getting along so well. I was we like, like, I think I have a new best friend. We have a new best friend. No, no, no. I can disagree. And I think, but I could also support, like, I have this thing where I like to say, don't yuck anyone's yum. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Good if for you, her, not if for you Sounds like a it, very Midwestern expression. <laughs> <laughs> if you yum it, like, I'm not going to yuck it. It's like, I learned this when I was babysitting and a kid was like, ew, she's eating cottage cheese, gross. And I'm like, just like, let yeah, her eat it. It is gross. Let her eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be a dick. I just love like, that. If don't, you be like, a dick. don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Like, if you like that movie, fuck yeah. Amy like Poehler says in her book, she's like, oh, she's so great. About parenting. She's like, you should never judge other people's parenting decisions. Good for her, not for me. Good for her, not for me. Good for her, not for me. Amen. That's and I think. Like, oh, I think you meant not for me, like you. Like, like you, were, you like, would judge it. <laughs> Good for Good her. her. I love judging people's parenting. So I am. That's my thing it. about it's not it. yucking anyone's yum. Good for you, not, not for, for me. me. <laughs> Fuck other people's yums. <laughs> Once again, we start the episode with. By the way, what episode is this? This is episode eight. I know. We just. Didn't oh say right, it. we have to say for now. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, I'm Ethan, you have to prepare for this. <laughs> like vibe Ethan oh. keeps everyone on task Ethan. no I no, keep everyone Ethan on task Ethan fights Emily <laughs> yeah, yeah that's fair and okay. I make jokes so this is episode 8 you're like I'm new to this so this is this is like you're the best person to feel like what did you think of it because yeah. we were like so entrenched yeah this is the man the myth of Viagra episode mm. 8 mm. Carrie starts off Again, by saying once upon. No, it's different this time. No, no it's once not. upon a second time. Carrie's a bad writer. She's dating. <laughs> She's dating. Carrie's a bad writer. It's, it's she literally starts so many episodes with like once upon a time, once upon a long time ago in New York City. New York City. Get well, it's a it is a fantasy. <laughs> okay. This one it kind of makes more sense. Okay, <laughs> you're right. I'm just I'm just calling it out. But she does say it every single. Episode. It's a crutch. <laughs> I just think I think I don't think Once Upon a Time. I like she. I think she says I couldn't help but wonder. Uh, right? yeah. And she also like every episode is New York City. <laughs> every time. Manhattan. <laughs> Manhattan. And she I has like a little it. lisp or whatever, and then she walks like that. I really like uh, this. your impressions, by the way. And I saw some videos oh, of one woman. Your impressions are like spot on. I love Charlotte. I'm, Charlotte is yeah. We like give me a little Charlotte. Charlotte's like, oh, girly and feminine and something sweet and. Oh. I'm dating this rich waspy lawyer, and I think he's the one. Oh, <laughs> All she I would talk about or think about is getting married. She sounds like a Muppet baby. I love she's it. She's like so a Disney. Much. It was fun to find like the we distilled these characters into like yes. their essence. Yeah. And Charlotte was just a Disney princess. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> I love, we already talked about this, but in the Take Me Out to the Ball Game episode, when they're all drinking so much beer, and Charlotte's just like, oh, do they have hot chocolate? <laughs> so, that was so Charlotte. Oh, God. Well, okay, God so this is once upon a second time around. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know who we're talking about. It's Mr. Big and Carrie. Wait, what? No. They're back they're together. They're Big and Carrie in a yeah. season of Sex in the City? That's crazy. How dare you guys keep falling into these holes? <laughs> Now, Carrie, I really want to know, because Emily and I fight about this all the time. Talk to me, Blanche. How do you feel about Mr. Big? You know, I get this question a lot. <laughs> I don't um, doubt it. I feel like with Mr. Big, I, I, my I'm issue... I'm so nervous. <laughs> I think that the writers... I don't. I can't say who she ended up with now. I mean, I feel like I'm. Well, I know everything. because I read Chelsea Handler wrote about it in her book, so that was a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she did. I think it's also clear he's like... The end game for Carrie. He's the end game. I think he's like a nice... I think what I like about Big is he challenges Carrie and I think she does grow from it. Emily just did an eye roll that I've never <laughs> seen am I, listen, am I 100% a Challenges fan? her to like not Change see herself? a therapist. Yes. Uh, Here's my thought. Her. Big, am I... Would he be for me? No. Um, too rich. Is it someone who... Yeah, too rich. I only date poor actors. <laughs> Literally, I was talking to my therapist the other day, and I was like, I just want someone to buy me a meal. And I was like, but then I feel like I have to have sex with them. And yeah. I'm like, hold <laughs> Find me on Hinge and Bumble. Um, oh, my I- God. I'll play, I'll play. I'm really good at playing other I love. I give it to my friends and couples all the time. That's such fine. a tangent. But I'm like, I also give it to Lillian like, all the time. I still I get angry. I made a promise to play Ethan's. Yeah, and- we still got to do that. Well, the thing By is, I feel like it. I'm really good at it. Like, I, I, there was a guy who, who just messaged me who actually lives with one of my friends. And so I just texted him, I know where you live. 
Oh, you're funny. I'm very. Mm, I, I'm into I, one it. guy just texted you up, and then we had a really funny conversation, but I think he got really excited first. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, oh, this is a bit, and he was like, uh, my I dick is hard. <laughs> hard. He's like, what did you Literally. do? Blue balls. This is I just not a leave bit. blue balls all over. Blue balls aren't real. real. I'm yeah. here to tell you, blue balls aren't real. <laughs> Get over yourself. They turn uh, blue, guys. They turn blue. <laughs> they turn blue because they're internally bleeding and they fall off. It's, so you have to have sex with them. Good. They're, I hope they fall. I want the streets to be littered with your blue balls. <laughs> Blue balls fucking everywhere. I actually don't want that. Emily's feminist utopia. Blue balls all over. Every every man is just like just like oh. his balls are rolling out of the bottom of his pant leg like a piece of shit. Like oh, oh. shit, it happened again. She has to go to work. Honestly, I followed on the street. I've never been happier. Well, okay, I've never been happier. And segue, Big and Carrie look like they've sorry. never been happier. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you can curse. No, I'm just saying it's like I'm. This is my. I think Big is no one's gonna. What I'm saying is my thought about Big. Yes. No one's gonna be good for Carrie until Carrie figures out what the fuck she wants. Ooh. That's how I feel. It's like it's like Ooh, Aiden it, on paper is like perfect. Mm-hmm. Big on like his tax returns is perfect. <laughs> and so, <laughs> It's like at the end of the day, mm. the only person that's gonna actually figure her shit out has got to figure her shit out is fucking Carrie. Yeah, right? she's a mess. But honestly, if she ever figured her shit out, I feel like she wouldn't be with fucking Big. Agree. Any person who had their shit figured out wouldn't be with Big. She, she wouldn't be with Aiden available. either. He's manipulative. He doesn't want kids. Um, she absolutely would be. With Aiden Aiden likes the outdoors. No, Carrie see, does not. Okay, I don't fair. think I don't think she'd be with Aiden because I think Aiden wanted her to be something she isn't uh, as well. Yeah, like, like a per, like about, a good person. Okay. <laughs> you as you continue with the series and I'm, I'm gonna challenge you with this sort of task pointing at Lillian <laughs> challenge of the week for Lily challenge, challenge of the, of the new bit yeah. my thought is is I want you to when she dates someone to see how she dresses and to oh. see and to, and to notice there is because her call her when out. she goes on dates with big the first date was the naked dress yeah she's always in a similar naked dress I've noticed to me, what it is, is, and you'll see it when it gets to Aiden, especially to me, the politician um, at the top oh, of season yeah. three, mm. wait for it, mm. she changes her look oh. to Isn't accommodate the partner him? because she doesn't, she doesn't have her sense of self. And it's like, I'm interested in like when Carrie's single and she's in like quirkier outfits and she's like, she's really totally like coming into her own and then she starts dating someone and she sort of like assimilates to them. So like my oh, hot shit. take on big is yeah. I'm like, any guy is going to do if she, like she, she just needs to find someone who will f- support her shoe habit. So big is <laughs> pay, her credit, yeah. pay her credit card debt. Like, like you know that, that rent control department situation isn't going to work forever. And that's actually movie. a good idea. If she was smart. She would just use She's a gold digger. money. Speaking of this episode, if anyone's a gold digger, it's fucking, it's fucking Harry. <laughs> Here's, can I make an admission about Please. Big? You love him. In this moment. Mm-hmm. This is going to be really hard for everybody to believe. In this Italian Not restaurant. So they go, into this, they go into this Italian restaurant. I They're found going a, a singer. This, he's, okay, number one, he's a regular at this restaurant. Yes. Which, why hasn't he taken her there and it's been, they've been dinner two he years? He knows the waiter's name. Love he knows that they've worked in the Italian mafia. And he calls her his girlfriend. And I was like, this is Vivi hot. And <laughs> she calls I him was, out. I was She's like, you've never I'll called me your girlfriend it. before? And he was like, not yeah, I have. Face. Not to you. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I immediately lost it when he said that. Like, I lost my boner for him. Um, when he was like, yeah, I have not to your face, you dumb bitch. Okay, like, I don't think it of wasn't it. Really like, I feel like it was more like, I, I'm in defense of Big of this. <sighs> I feel like he was just like, I feel like he was like, yeah, like, you know where I stand with you. Harry, you and I are going to get along very well. 
You're mine. <laughs> You're mine. No, uh, I think I, because I, I, that one, what I love about it is it's the nicest big has ever been to a service staff, which I feel like yes. to me was like, oh. I know. It's also the nicest he's, he's ever been to Carrie, which is not saying that much. Also, he sings in the restaurant. Like, I loved that. Great. That was super big sweet. And so I, sweet. I also but thought also, it was so not normal for him. I thought because... He cigars in restaurants. This was yes. very good. This I thought very because... Hot. I know the episode you're referencing. <laughs> it was set up as this, like, once upon a time, like, a princessy thing. When he started singing, I was like, this is so not Mr. Big. I thought it was going to be She Wakes Up From a Dream. Oh. That's what I thought was the next thing. Oh. Interesting. But, okay. I thought this was very well done because he is being a little better than he was in the first iteration of their relationship. He's being a little... More attentive. Yeah. Um, a, a grain of sand He's more also vulnerable. being more of a person. But I like, I like thought this was so well acted and so well directed. This When he was singing... He he was just good enough for me to yes. believe that the waiters would be like, "Oh, come on, sing again, Mister Whatever." But he wasn't Mr. good Big. enough. <laughs> like a music but also, and he kind of knew how bad he was. Like he kind he of was, was like fun laughing he at knew himself. That, yeah, yeah, he was laughing at himself. He was being sweet to her, and uh, but he's never like this. This isn't real. But I Carrie... gotta tell you, this is the other thing about the first season that I think why people <laughs> hate on Big. He comes in the first season like pretty sporadically, right? It's mm-hmm. like a slow build. And they've only been dating for a month and she's like, I want a committed relationship. Like the, her expectations of like how fast. Like, but he's, he's 42. Been married, I know, but he's been married how many times? Yes. Like no. he's been married a I'm lot. He's sure. got, he certainly has commitment issues at this point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she keeps pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. And also she dates completely unrealistic, emotionally unavailable men because she herself is not totally emotionally available. Uh. I feel like we have to get back to the core. Oof. Carrie Bradshaw is the one who's oh also. We, I mean, I'm not saying that like Big is not culpable because God damn. I mean, he's he flawed, really incredible. So. <laughs> but, but Carrie does define this moment. She says it's it was perfect. It was, she said it was heaven. Uh, heaven. Which honestly, I'm sorry, I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> I was like, I, I rolled Carrie. my eyes with my mouth. For <laughs> 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 me, this also seemed like heaven. Not Mr. Big. Like he can literally die for all I care um, but season, the, the third movie will not be happening <laughs> truly die for all I care but I was like I want to be a regular at a restaurant that serves loads of pasta the food looked great wants mm-hmm. me and and like literally he's like please come and sing for us Miss Austin and I'm like oh my god like I'm on the team <laughs> like that's my dream that's heaven for me is to be like revered and fed pasta <laughs> That's so, everyone's dream. That's the greatest fucking heaven Honestly, I've ever heard. I'd be like, I'll be singing show tunes while you eat orchette with yeah. broccoli rob and sausage. God <laughs> damn it. And God then hell is Miranda at a comedy club. Oh, yeah. There is nothing, but there's nothing worse than a bad comedy show. Yes. Nothing. There is As nothing someone worse. who's been in a bad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Miranda, oh, of course she got stuck with a guy. Also, like, I will say, as far as first date goes, if you're a muggle, which I like to call someone who's not in the, the industry, I like to say, like, <laughs> a comedy Very show funny. feels like the a really nice way to, it's like a way to sort of, like, gauge their comedic timing. Mm. Like, to me, like, their, how yes. they handle it. Like, he didn't turn his phone off? Like, bitch, that's yeah. his fault. <laughs> but also, this was, like, the, the comedian ba- was bad, the dude was bad, 
All of it was bad. What's the guy's name? Alan Miller. He's a divorced architect. They met at a well, grocery store. Well, not divorced. Not yeah. divorced. <laughs> they bonded. This was also just an insane thing that made me feel like the writers um, not only have never been to New York City or had sex, but they also have never eaten food. Or <laughs> bought They groceries. bonded over a shared hatred of designer croutons. What the fuck is so, a designer I would imagine crouton? you, but Whole Foods is like right yeah, on the yeah. corner. I will take you there and I will it show just, you a designer crouton. It felt like they were like, yeah, See, this is a thing. Do you I gotta tell you, no, I gotta tell you. Real? I don't know if you know this about sex in the city. It is a piece of trivia. <laughs> but it was all of the crazy shit that happened in the series. It was a rule in the writer's room that it had to ha- happen to someone either in the room or they had to hear about it, it firsthand. Really? Get out of here. I don't buy it. So on the, I, there's, a book, line. <laughs> there's a book called Sex in the City and Dust. It's by Jennifer Armstrong. She's lovely. She should totally come into your party. She's oh. amazing. Oh, oh my God. She, uh, she uh, wrote the book based, she wrote Seinfeldy and then she wrote Sex in the City and Us, which is like Sex oh in the God. City, all of that stuff. Oh my God, it's we amazing. gotta have her on the pod. She's amazing. Um, but like it was a rule, like they would take the vans to Silver Cup Studios, and that that weekend, like all of the women would go on their dates because a lot of them what? were single, and they would talk about it. It would be like therapy, what? and then it would end up in the episode. I oh my god, love this. I love this because <laughs> this validates everything I've said that Emily has disagreed <laughs> with. <laughs> That's a hard no. <laughs> but, but it definitely is surprising because we've said on many episodes of this that it feels like. Nobody has ever even been to New York City. That's so funny. No, they no because Candace Bushnell. Sorry, I know way too much about this. No, show. we no, love Candace Bushnell, who wrote the original Sex in the City column, right? Right. She in the star, not New York Star. That's the one in uh, Sex in the City. In the but, show. In the show, but she um, made her. So Candace, she made herself carry, right? And right. so what mm-hmm. she would do. Her, what her experience was like living in this like high sort of stratosphere of like rich elite women, like the real housewives of New York women oh essentially. God, yes. But she was living on her friend's pullout couch because she didn't have enough money for rent. So Ugh. she would go and she would like live she this. She was in debt like Carrie. She was in debt. So oh she would God. like live this like crazy, like glamorous Damn. life going out to clubs, like having nice food. And then she would like stay on her friend's pullout couch while she's writing this. So it's like, wow. there is a world in which like this, th- it's so not our New York. It's not like this, and I'm pointing to myself, she is cheap. Like, not cheap. She's frugal. I'm money. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am not spending a lot of money like Carrie fucking Bradshaw. Right. <laughs> right. But the, um, but yeah, so what I assume with the designer croutons bit is because yeah. I've been in a store and I'm like thirsty, right? Uh-huh. And so like someone cute will be like, do you, do you like these? Have you tried these? And like, I think that's sort of like what the organic like, Miranda situation is. People don't hit on is. me because I'm not um, what we would call like approachable. Uh, <laughs> I like hit on you so hard, Emily. Oh. But Stop I, it. No one, on. no one hits on me at all. I'm just like going up to him like, do you like these croutons? <laughs> and they're like, I'm married. This is my child in my I'm morning. Not. I'm like, I have to go. I have a baby literally I have a baby literally. Me. So I'm like, I'm a babysitter. Are is you your looking baby for- single? Uh, <laughs> that was actually a bumble approach. Uh, I did. A guy had a picture of him and his kid, and we had matched. And I wrote, "Do you need a babysitter for Bumble dates?" And he said, <laughs> "The kid's not mine." And I said, "Can you still give me a five star review on Yelp? I'd really appreciate it." <laughs> and then he Damn, stopped talking got, to me. <laughs> you've got comedy game. I would match with you instantly. This is one thing that the comic said that I was like, "This Ooh. is a very bad comic." He says. If I was only interested in freshness, I'd be fucking the salad crisper. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an Aziz and Sorry stand-up. Boy, 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 boy. I mean, or honestly, it's like Louis C.K. now because he is bad. <laughs> uh, so Miranda's date, 
goes to the bathroom because they're like, fuck this comedy show, we're leaving. And then his phone rings and the comedian's like, hey, lady, red. Uh." Oh, And you know he's that poor, I mean, I just have like a lot of sympathy for that poor comedian because you know he's like, my shit sucks. Oh my God, how can I solve this? How can I solve it? Let's make fun of this lady. He's like, like, oh great, let's do audience interaction because that'll go fucking well. (laughs) And he's like, answer, they do like, answer it. Yeah, couldn't have worked better for the comedian. Picks up the phone. Like a secretary. She's like, Ellen Miller's phone. <laughs> well, she's a lawyer. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't heard. She hasn't mentioned it. <laughs> My whole show is just me describing Miranda as a lawyer the entire time. <laughs> it's his wife. Spoiler alert. It's his wife uh, on the phone. And Miranda's com- stunned. Miranda is like. She's so stunned that the comedian has to take the phone over. And yeah. for the record, the comedian who was drowning before is just in pure ecstasy at this yeah. turn of events. I mean, He's like, honestly, Thank God my set is safe. That is really good. But I honestly kind of thought he even botched that. He was given a gift from the comedy gods. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no, thank you. He was like, he said, let me creep. try to add it. Oh, As Miranda's leaving, he's like, hey, Red, I'll fuck ya. And oh, I'm like, that, God, that was... if you can't think of anything funnier than like, hey, come over here and put your pussy on my dick. So it's spinning everywhere. But don't you realize that's what male comics do? Is oh, there like, God. they threaten to rape women. They threaten to rape women. They're so funny. It's whatever funny. Comes out that's of their mouth, comedy. Yeah, whatever comes out of their mouth is just innately funny. And uh, if we don't get it, that's not us. Yeah. No. <laughs> women are so stupid. They wow. don't like getting raped. Wow. Uh, it's too much. Wait. Can we pause for a sec? Yes. I have to pee. I stopped the show once because I had to pee. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. Like I was in, I was in Omaha, Nebraska, and I had to do two shows back to back, and they were great shows. And the one show went longer, and I like chugged a bottle of water yep. before I went on. Gotta and stay I hydrated. Peed, and I peed, and then I went and I did the first season. I was like. I have to pee a little bit. And then I did the second season. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how am I going to do this? We're not taking an intermission. There's six seasons. Like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. So I literally, at the end of season two, I was like, excuse me. um, I've never done this before. TJ, he was in the booth. And I was like, I need to pee. And I was like, we're all women. We get it. <laughs> I literally, and I tried to go backstage. They had locked the door. Like a safety oh precaution. So I had my oh, microphone. My I'm walking through the audience to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that and was no, the best show. It was so had. funny because one, like everybody got it. Yeah. And also all the men that were in the technical side were like, we've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> and I break the fourth wall. So it did allow for me to be yeah. like, guys, I got to pee. But yeah. it was definitely like, I definitely sped through some jokes in the second second season. I was like, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> so, it's real. So it's real. Relatable. Okay. I'm ready. So. Okay. So. Oh, <laughs> we were talking. <laughs> So we're at Ladies Brunch. We go to Ladies Brunch. As we are every fucking episode. Chat and chew, as they call it in the biz. Uh, He not only tells her he's divorced, he literally, he full-blown said, I've been divorced for three years. I think that is wild. Yeah, she said that Miranda's like, I asked him, how long have you been divorced? He said, three Three years. years. Three years. Three years. Just rolls off his tongue. Yeah, fucking lie. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a half truth. You know what I mean? It's a half truth. He's separate. In his mind, he's been divorced for 10 years. I can't hate that guy. But he can't actually be separated because he picked up the phone and said, hey, baby. Well, but like when oh, we're separated. Or, yeah. Baby yeah. or sweetie. He just, well, yeah, when the comedian yeah. handed him back the phone. Oh. He was like, hey, baby. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Alan Miller. There is a lie. There is a lie. There is a lie. Well, okay. Charlotte 
not looking good in this episode. She Pollyanna. defends him. She defends yeah. him. She just is trying. She's trying every which way. She also does. She also knows that Miranda's the one that's going to be the first out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she's holding on to her, just trying to get her back in the optimism game. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miranda's yeah. first out. Mm-hmm. She tells this story about how a friend of her friend Amanda's was having this affair and. This guy fell in love with her while he was married, but then he left his wife, and they've been married and like whatever, like have kids and stuff. It's a lie. <laughs> and Miranda and Samantha both are like, never That's happened, <laughs> never happened. <laughs> okay, you know it could have. I feel like it might. Well, it did happen to Brad and Angelina, and then of course they're you know right. they're no longer together. Yeah, they're doing great. I, <laughs> they, they have I, all those kids they're gonna take care of together though I will say I thought in this episode I, I kind of felt like I'm sometimes I feel like I'm in an urban relationship myth like really because Jesse and I had we've been together since college but we broke up twice mm. and got back to like it. we kind of he broke up with me and like said he wasn't in love with me anymore and then a year later we like saw each other and he was like I'm in love with you and We've it been was together. Raining. See, yours is like the, the better version of my last relationship. <laughs> I was like, I've been in an on again, off again relationship for seven years. Yeah. And like, we've been oh. married. And yeah. I'm just tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to be <laughs> on like permanently off. You know, it just sort of like ended again. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. So I'm just, hard. It sucks. Yeah. But seven years, we like went together for two and a half years. We broke up. It's like we date like, and it's been on and off. My friends are so annoyed. They're like, we. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> like I don't want to hear it, Carrie. I'm like, I know. I'm oh Carrie. Like, it's, You're it's literally big. Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> Except he's an actor. He's not big. So he's like, he'd buy me a meal. No, I just <laughs> <laughs> If I, if you and I were just like at ladies brunch, I would be like, well, I, I sometimes I want to tell worked, people it's it like work. it worked out for me, but I think it's a case by case basis. Yeah. I would so so to me, what's okay. upsetting the difference with like Charlotte is she thinks all of those are gonna right. happen. It's and the exception. Like, every relationship should be like a princess story. And mm-hmm. Miranda thinks that Miranda's like it will never happen. And the realistic answer is. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, this en- this ends up like the lines are divided. It's Carrie and Charlotte are the optimists at the table, and Samantha and Miranda are like, "Fuck you, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, you dumb bitches." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Cosmos and cigarettes in both hands. <laughs> but that's because Charlotte like puts up Mr. Big and Carrie as like the example of a relationship she that does, changes. Which is she real does, silly. She's, and also, like, I gotta tell she you. She defends him. She defends him, but also Charlotte, girl, like, it's been a month. <laughs> like, yeah. you yeah. can't just say, like... Let's not say... But maybe just, like, them getting back together. I don't know. I wouldn't call them the, like, holy girl. But throughout the whole series, Charlotte is still, like, Big, like she's still like she always holds a candle for and, him. And the yeah. Charlotte's the one that kind of you know saves the relationship. In she way. fucks big. No. Yeah. Charlotte fucks <laughs> big. But I got, see, I think what a twist. She does. She does. She really does. She could have let it go to voicemail. I. Okay. Oh my here's god. Here's the thing. Stop it, stop it. Here's here's the most generous reading of Charlotte's defense of big. Is that like she? Because it's hard when you get back together with somebody like. 
who broke your heart, it's hard to like convince well, your, your friends. Were there when you, like mm-hmm. you were devastated. Yeah, and yeah. it is really nice when you do have somebody who's like and your on corner, your side and in your corner and like trusts your judgment of getting mm-hmm. back together with them. And I'd like to be, I'd like to try. I mean, sometimes I am not that person, but I like to be like, no, like I trust you. Mm-hmm. You do. You like that's the thing. It's about trusting. That's yeah. the most generous reading of Charlotte. I would agree with that. But I the also most... feel like the people who aren't trusting. It's not that they're not trusting of your judgment. Sure. It's just like. I'm also on your side, and my side is I'm worried about this dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. I think the like less generous reading towards Charlotte would be that she's being unrealistic. She's she's like <laughs> she's being feeding. Yeah, she's, she's being feeding Carrie what she wants to hear, yes. as opposed to like being honest, being like a really good friend. Yeah. I have to say, I'm a little, I'm a little done with Charlotte at this point. <gasps> I. There's she so never, much more. She never has a storyline. She doesn't have a storyline in this episode. She also insiders. Sorry, I'm gonna. I want you to continue, but I have to say insider. She was not cast initially as like a series regular. She was oh, like, really? She Wait, was the character of Charlotte? Character of Charlotte. So Charlotte, like, that makes Kristen sense. Davis had to like fucking work to get like into like the wow. regular thing. That makes so much. That makes she sense. She was like, they're like, like we're gonna keep in the first, but we're not sure, you know. And then she fucking like fought her way, which I was like oh, totally shit. into yeah, rock and roll, right? <laughs> and yeah. then um, the other thing I will say about Charlotte is like, don't don't sleep on her because to me, and this is a hot. Hot take uh, is she has the most growth of anyone. In the I said that they both said that on a previous episode. Them. She has the biggest and the arc. best arc. So well, she has to. Because she started out nothing. At this point, big. this is the last time we see Charlotte in this episode. Basically, until the last <laughs> so episode, we're her until the last scene. Last can scene. I? Can I? Can I call out something about sure. Charlotte Please. in the past two episodes? Her hair has looked like shit the past two episodes. Whoa, hot oh, take. And is very it, is it the butt what color? Very what? un-Charlotte. It's been like she's like like they like teased it, but she has like flat waspy hair. It's honestly the oh, most it's... interesting thing that Charlotte does in this episode is having bad is that hair. It's, it's that she's not perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, wow, she's so deep. <laughs> it's it's worth noting. But Carrie's question of the week, we get to it. Do modern day signals need myths to believe? Whoa, I have a different question. I have a different question as well. It's because Carrie has been getting messy with her goddamn questions <laughs> and asking like 15 questions. Carrie's in column one is all over the place. She, also, are we willing to believe anything? That's 15? the one yes. I have. She also drops a lot of uh, deep Greek metaphors. <laughs> and I just like, know she had that knowledge. She's <laughs> well read, although we've never seen her read, but she's <laughs> well read. And this is before the internet, so that bitch couldn't Google shit. You know what I mean? Like, she, she had to buy a book from the library. Well, that. I'm gonna give Carrie a lot more credit now. She doesn't uh, which have Carrie? that. You already had as much credit as you could possibly get, which is a lot. K Carrie or C Carrie? C Carrie will be getting more credit. She for also me. is. I want to be very clear. We say this is my show, but I think it bears. She doesn't have email to send her editor. Mm-hmm. She's rocking floppy disks to her editors. Oh think about that for God. a minute. Damn, and she doesn't take the subway, so we know she's either. Spending money on a cab or, or walking, walking in those 40 blocks. Get it, paying for a messenger. You know what I mean? There's so many Damn, ways. Paying for a messenger boy. <laughs> oh, guess what? I have a little question that was inspired. Can relationships like evolve? Was my question. Is like, can a relationship change? Not yes, like, do we need to believe yes. that like things are fake? But like, can a relationship evolve? I think was a more interesting it question. It can evolve and it can devolve. Yes. Um, yes, yeah. yes. Shit. The worst is when you hold on to what you think it was mm-hmm. and it's changed ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the poem. I think it can definitely evolve, though, and I think, Agreed. especially with, I think, what carrying bigger trying to get at and sometimes do, sometimes don't, 
is I think they're trying to get better at communication. Um, because later in this episode, she's trying to get him to go to a friend's dinner. And he so just goes, Carrie, what do you need? And I was like, that's actually like a good question a reasonable, to ask. Yeah. I mean, he could have said it like in a nicer voice, but yes. <laughs> he could have been nicer about Carrie, what it. do you fucking need before <laughs> I slap you across <laughs> the goddamn face? That's the way that he talks to her sometimes and I don't like it. But, oh, we get to the next scene and there's two things. We see one thing that is the best thing. And what are you saying? And I love it. We see see one thing that is one thing's the best thing, and one thing that's the worst thing ever. We see a Cosmo, and then it pans over, and it's fucking Donald Trump. Yeah, (laughs) Donald Trump's in this episode. And to be clear, because we identify a lot of actors as actors that aren't the actual actors. This is the real Donald Trump. Trump. God damn, Commander in Chief. Literally, fucking hell. The, the one line he was given in this scene, I I'll know. I'll be in my office in Trump Towers. I know that he. I <laughs> you know he added Trump Towers. He you added Trump Towers. All he had to say was, office. I'll be in my office. And he had to be like, uh, you know what? Why don't I add, uh, I'll be in my office at Trump Towers so they know I own Trump he Towers. Also <laughs> is not, he also is not a good actor. Can we just like call that out? Like, he's not, he's just not good in it. No. Can, I, can I say he's, a little confession? Please. I did watch The Apprentice when I was in fourth and fifth grade. You can let, fourth and like, fifth grade. let her watch. It's okay. We all, people were duped. The <laughs> production, if you listen, there's a great podcast who talks about how they amped it up to make it look better. Like a person, a producer on The Apprentice talks about it. It's uh, embedded. It's a great podcast. Uh, great listen. I love it. Uh, but you you were in fourth and fifth grade I was also. in fourth and fifth grade. I didn't know. He also um, wasn't president. Though. I bought the Baja <laughs> Men CD for my fifth grade boyfriend for his birthday. So we're when I was in fifth grade, so we're all co- we were all idiots. Well, I wanted to be a business lady. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was my way in. I love it. You're like, I want to be a business lady like Omarosa. Imagine yeah. if Shark Tank were on when Lillian was in elementary school. Oh my god. Um, I'd have a very you. different Lillian. Lillian, <laughs> you would be an entrepreneur. Oh, <laughs> entrepreneur. So I, in the show, in my show, I ask the audience to write down their deal breakers and crazy date stories and then I read them live, mm-hmm. which is sort of like a way to sort of engage Ooh, it. It's really fun. super duper fun. But well, sometimes audience members decide to give me notes. Are you what? Mid performance. Does and Donald ha- Trump come to your show? <laughs> no, but he certainly is in the show. Because oh. let's be honest, like I like to say, I have to address the elephant in the room. No fucking pun intended, right? Like <laughs> yeah. he's in the series, and so mm. someone legitimately wrote on a card, and they obviously left halfway through the show. <laughs> and I like I shouldn't even share this, but whatever. I swear the show's fun. Um, but the one wrote, "Keep politics out of your show." I don't remember it being in the initial series. Um, I wish I could have my money back and I will not be recommending Whoa. this show to anyone is what oh, she said. Oh, not in the no. initial series? In the initial series. And I gotta tell you, I was, I had this, I immediately was like, I felt sad because, you know, you want people to like what you do. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't think my, I mean, my show definitely has, you know, lady love front and forward because that's the whole point of Sex in the City. Yeah. It's it's a celebration of friendship, friendship. and female empowerment Sisterhood. and sexual autonomy, sisterhood, mm-hmm. all those things. Uh, yes! And yeah. currently in our political administration, like, I mean, I don't want to spoil, but in... The political... The current the political, political administration. administration. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in 2016? <laughs> no, but at the top of season three, 
we have a, the politician. Yeah. Who wants clever ears? Who wants to pee on her? And I heard through my ears closed. <laughs> there are potentially Donald Trump pee tapes. So as a parody writer, how can I not draw that comparison? You can't not. You can't not. You can't so anyway, not. So I had this thing. I was like, I was so like, why did you know? Whatever. I know she left. It's fine. She didn't need to like it. Oh, it was but a then, lady. It, well, it was. I assumed it was. Somebody. I hope she's listening to but, our podcast. But the best thing about it was I she was like, love you know what? Podcast. If I could, yeah, right. I was like, if I could keep politics out of my show, I'd really appreciate it if politicians like if, if they kept it out of the show right like yeah. he fucking was on the fucking show mm-hmm. don't tell me that politics are in the fucking show how dare of you course. say they are not and he had been talking about writing it's for in- decades Ugh, and it so is inherently is political to like revolutionize the ideas of female sexuality in like the mo- like fuck you lady and also in the very first episode they call Mr. Big the next Donald, Donald Trump, Trump. that's like, so much exactly. go yeah. you fucking ignorant bitch go back in your fucking <laughs> or you know but what generally it's like write a nice review throughout the fucking show so I'm like really I'm not gonna comment on the fact that our president is in is referred to in the first Ugh. episode is in, in the, the fucking episode like fuck off I want if you want politics out of your art keep art out of politics uh, I am and also art is inherently political thank you even thank if it's you. like a Hi. fucking if I was doing a parody show of the Teletubbies it would be political it would be political okay <laughs> because Donald Trump would play one Tinky, of the Teletubbies <laughs> Tinky Winky's a gay icon <laughs> <laughs> he's carrying a purse <laughs> The sun comes up on Teletubby Village and it's like the Second Amendment. (laughs) (laughs) Guns everywhere. It's too real. It's too real. The baby son from that show, he's a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) That's Don Jr. (laughs) The sun comes up just like there's no such thing as global warming. (laughs) I can't. Okay. Oh, God. All right. So we see Donald Trump in the corner. Did Uh, you guys know about Trump Tower? He tells us about it. Bored. It's a tower. That's my new favorite thing to say is like, I'm so bored. Oh, (laughs) this is Carrie's voiceover. This is just like how much the world has changed. She says, Samantha, a cosmopolitan and Donald Trump. You just don't get more New York than that. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. Pizza route was pretty New York. (laughs) Trump kind of is a pizza rat when you think about yeah. it. Wow. I actually like to think he's like the rat king. You know where like a bunch of rats huh, make up one. Don't Google rat king. Do what? Not. Is there actually a, can you see pictures? Are we of back that? on porn? Tell us immediately. You don't know what a rat king a is? A rat king is is a bunch I am of literally rats sick to my that come together in and the shape of one. And like, <laughs> to like, and like and, and their they tails work. get tangled together. What? So that they become like, and they, they like. A shape? Do not Google it. You might be curious because you might hear I'm about it. Up. No, Lillian, Lillian, no! Yo, that thing could take over New York. If every like, rat in New York got together and I'm just if they were letting you enough. know you can never unsee once you've Googled a rat king. Guys, I told you I love spoilers. Yeah. So Donald Trump is a rat king. Um, I'm sorry, I can't stop looking at this. I have to leave. Um, so It's I told unfortunate, you. I think, that this is all we get of Donald Trump. Uh, it is too much. It is too already too much. It's unfortunate for the purposes of our conversation. Seriously, no, also, I think we've thoroughly thrashed him. <laughs> and I also, I'm gonna like leave another little like spoiler for like later. I'm spoiling too much. It's, it's okay. okay. But he I becomes really a main do... character. No, but I do. <laughs> Donald Trump kills Carrie and becomes character. one of the women. I do have a theory though. I have a theory that's not founded, but it's just a feeling. I feel like Richard is based on Donald Trump. Oh. Whoa. Just think oh, that's about interesting. It. Yeah, except for isn't he supposed to be good at sex? 
Yeah, but no. And Donald Trump is definitely not good at hundred percent no, but he's based on him where he's like a real estate mogul with his own private jet. Okay. And okay. Mm. That is like he has his own huh. and he's like cutthroat and won't hire Samantha because she's a woman. You know what I mean? There's like a lot. That's very interesting. Okay. All right. I'm looking he's I'm more attractive. It. He's like a sec he's like the uh, I can't even say a sexy version because that doesn't exist. You know, like sexy version oh, of God. Trump, like, <laughs> Well, the guy that he's with is this older dude, Donald Trump, in this episode. And and the guy comes and. up to Miranda or not Miranda, Samantha. Samantha. Whoa. Uh, oh, the what a story kid. that would be. <laughs> uh, so he goes up to Samantha and he's like, I was so distracted by your titties that I just agreed to finance Mr. Trump's new project. And I'm like, that guy is currently bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> that that guy, is the art of the deal. You fucking failed. That, that guy's in jail right now. I can't. Like, truly, that guy is either dead had to move back in with his parents or he is working in the White House. Yeah. And he's really just like just like a Trump who is bankrupt, just yes, flaunting yes. his wealth about, yeah. you owe me $150 million. Uh, uh, can I says, buy you an island? And then yeah. Samantha, <laughs> Samantha is not easily swayed. She goes, I don't know, can you? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of loved it. Well, Samantha is unfazed by anything, any pickup line. Yeah. yeah. Love. You know but, what? That's something really to, to I think if really someone was like, $150, I think I would probably be like, <laughs> I wouldn't even, I would not even know. God, I wish that podcasts were visual. It's a very good. Can we just like start laughing like, who are you? Are you going to rate me? Like, get out of here. I cannot I even comprehend $150 million. I would immediately start asking for an investment in my next theater endeavor. <laughs> I'd be like. So listen, I'm an artist, and I'm currently writing a new show. I would love some help. I'll love for you to finance it. I will not sleep with you. This will be a business transaction. Would you how like do you to feel about women's reproductive rights? Trip. That's like my next question. Like, how do you feel about women's reproductive rights? That's sort of like a nice little... Samantha pretty much becomes a sugar baby. Yeah. This episode, though, is what she I mean, wants. Ha- can a 40-year-old so woman gross. be a sugar baby? Yes, oh, she tries. Can, if your man is 70, yes. Okay, she tries. 72. So Car- she tells Carrie about this, and then Carrie says, "What's Samantha says, what's your age dealing with men? 50. Carrie's 50. How about for millions of dollars? Carrie's like, 50. Yeah. What, guys, what's your age ceiling? 50. Really? Mm, 40. It depends. 50 for millions. Certainly not higher than 45. Maybe 50. I mean, I'm going to be 30 soon. Okay, if he had $150 million. Is, does he have a nice dick? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the millions of dollars must come along with a pleasant well, dick. This is a pleasant dick. I not, mean, my not a is, good dick, but a I pleasant I gotta tell dick. you, even, I mean, I would love to, I don't know, like, money, I think, if you got it, if you got it, want it, but I... I feel like it would w- not worry me. I just want to, to me, I'm more worried about if they're like, if they align with me phys- philosophically, mm-hmm. like politically in a lot of ways. Like, cause yeah. I don't, I, I, I mean, again, $150 million, like they could be, they could be such a dick. They could also be like the nicest person you've ever yeah. met. Yeah. I like to say, like, I don't know if money would have played a difference. Again, buy me a meal. <laughs> just My buy bar me- is set so fucking low. <laughs> Also, like, you have to deal with the death. Like, it's like, you know, yeah, Well, that's the best part. That's the best part. That's really the best part. That's the only thing is I'm like, my would rage, my raise it to, like, 80. Isn't that the only <laughs> reason you Unwell. go old? Yeah. I really Unwell. like the How I Met Your Mother equation. But then they have kids, equation. and, like, you can't, you know, this, do they? You I really like the How I Met Your Mother equation, half your age, age plus seven. seven. That's also on Parks and Rec. 
I think oh, it's yeah? also just like a general. Yeah. yeah. Half your age. Uh, so what is my half my age? Um, what is my age for? That's how months? young you can. Twenty. Go. That's I'm how, twenty-nine. So if you're thirty, you can date 22. 15, 22. I was like, you can't date fifteen. That's like no, no, fifteen. <laughs> I was doing the math. I don't want to like. I don't want to like poo poo on twenty two year olds. But no, thank no. you. <laughs> I'm just saying that's when it's not weird anymore. Wait, I honestly wait, don't okay, even think I could date a twenty six year old. Wait, here's a good. I, then if we use that reference point, mm-hmm. right? That's eight years younger. So my age cap is thirty eight, which that actually feels right. I think thirty eight might be my. Like, it's your age plus eight. I confidently well, said plus, 50, and I've never dated a man that's older than me. You've never dated? I've only no. dated men who are older than me, but not significantly. I've All only right. dated younger. Well, this guy's 72, so 36 plus 7 is 43. So that's not far off Samantha from Samantha. Samantha is not 36. Samantha is no, definitely he had, half no, of half 72. And then, and then Do you know seven. how math works? No, <laughs> wait, wait, so he just Bitch, did. I'm a fucking actor comedian who doesn't even do either of those things <laughs> so he's saying that if he, what the guy like if the guy what his lowest he can date which is 43 so samantha's in there samantha? samantha's in the sweet spot she's like probably what are we saying like 40 or 38? we don't know what did he say? there's like one episode where it's like samantha 35 years old like plus uh, she's like celebrating her 35 i think she's yeah. at least over 40 she's yeah. like the older friend of the group so mm-hmm. i think we have to According to the rules of How I Met Your Mother, Parks and Recreation, and some other probably pop references. As long as it plays by the rules. We gotta, we gotta support Samantha in we this can decision. Ship them. We can ship them. We can so, ship them. The way that Carrie and Samantha sum this up, I wrote down the quotes because I thought this was very funny. Uh, Carrie says, are you capable of having sex with a senior? And Samantha says, you know the old saying, all cats look the same in the dark. What's that saying? Is that a saying? Also, <laughs> I was like, all jazz That's cats. a saying about when you go out in the dark and you're trying to find your cat, right? And you can't find your cat. <laughs> I don't really like that. You don't know about jazz cat, probably. Please explain jazz, jazz cat Jazz cat today. is what we've just... I said, like, Mr. Big is... He's like a like a cat like a cartoon cat that okay. like plays jazz and he's like you hey, baby he's always just like being like <laughs> a, a cigar and like so up in a limo. we call Mr. Big Jazz Cat. Interesting. He would and be found at the Fat Cat, which is a jazz club as well in the village. You know what I mean? Like, sure. He yeah. would be. That makes sense. That's All jazz cool. cats look the same in the dark. Is the saying that I know, but that's not the saying they used on. So I was confused. I can't read my notes. I spilled. I, I spit <laughs> Cosmos so all over my notes. How do we know? I made the episode. So you're welcome. You're welcome for being. You're welcome. So funny. funny. I love that. You know what? I. This to me is probably the worst episode for Samantha. Mm-hmm. I feel like in yep. the history of the show, to me, this is like her lowest of low. Because, and I said this earlier, I was like, because Samantha, like, she is an independent woman. She doesn't even want to fucking get married. Like, she, has her she own is business. not a gold digger. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck, Samantha? Like, leave that to the 20 year olds. You know what I mean? Like, don't, like, what are you yeah. doing? And there's that insane scene, too, where they have dinner together and <gasps> oh, she's so getting gross. all the jewelry and, and she's just screaming. Oh, I love that. I it can't. grossed me out because she was going like this. <gasps> yes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and like the weirdest yeah. I also weird. was grossed out I wasn't contemplating I thought it was great I thought <laughs> it was hilarious. diamonds <laughs> I was like a tennis brace and I goes and the, had the smug fucking look in his face as Miranda this is my Miranda rising but I'm like the power dynamic is uh, fucked like, I know but it also it needs to be more equal like on I was afraid there's gonna be a wedding ring too. On, <laughs> on one hand, yes, power dynamics fucked up. You can't just take payment for your sexual freedom. Uh, but also, 
Those were after only a couple of lunch dates. What do you think he's going to buy her? She actually because fucks him. Because he's a senior special. He can't go out before after five. <laughs> like, wow. I feel like. Thank you for bringing me back down to earth. <laughs> no, I feel like, yes. But to me, that's like, to me, that makes me, that buying, it just feels buying someone off. Like, yeah. it's so, like, to me, that's more of a Charlotte situation. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. Sorry, Charlotte. But, like, no, Charlotte's no. obsessed Char- with, looks like, matters money. Those are her yeah, three. Yeah, looks matters money. But, yeah, but, uh, uh, fuck manners. Ugh, Charlotte, ugh. <laughs> she loves Emily Post. No, fuck manners. Manners are not okay. important. Hey. Emily Post, that bitch has made me buy so many fucking bridal shower gifts for parties I did not attend. Fuck Emily Post. <laughs> you know, Ethan looks at me like, what's a bridal shower? <laughs> no, I'm looking at you like, what's an Emily Post? Emily Post is <laughs> a human like, woman. <laughs> I actually did not know. Do you guys know who Emily Post is? No, I thought that was a friend. <laughs> Love that. She's dead. No, I'm Emily Oh, my no. friend who died. My friend who died. From being so well managed. <laughs> Emily Post wrote the book on etiquette for years. Like yeah. she wrote, she uh, like literally wrote a book about. And and everybody refers to Emily Post in a way like you know, once I wrecked because I didn't know what it was either, and someone told me, and now I hear about it more often. Mm-hmm. So Emily Post wrote like, if you can't attend a wedding, you must send a gift in your place. If you can't, like the proper way to throw a bridal shower Mm. is to open gifts in front of like, she's created these fucking rules that unfortunately we now have to adhere to, Uh, which we don't have to, but like like, when you're with your mom and her friends, you have to. So like opening gifts at a bridal or baby shower is horrible to sit through. I don't know if you've ever had to, Ethan, have you ever had to do that? I have, I have had to sit through. I sat through a baby shower. Yeah. That was bad. um, yeah, I you said that. We've said. I was like, I'm planning three. I've right admitted now. on this podcast that I think about buying baby shoes sometimes, and that's I do not have a baby. <laughs> that's that's different. They're so cute. They're just very like cute. Kids cool. but it's like, You're it's, insane. It's, it's, I, have, I like to say the only Legit. the only way I know gender equality is working in some semblance is that we're now having couple showers, and yes. so men yeah. are forced to sit through fucking showers with women. So how do you feel about? There's a series of gentlemen guides. That exists. There's like no, no. How to be a gentleman, a gentleman abroad, and it's basically like you know, women are always saying we should teach men not to rape women, and these are those books. Are they? Yeah, no, they really are. It really are. It's like stuff like that. Yeah, it's about like really proper etiquette. I think all men should have to read these books, frankly. But. Um, he's so gonna whisper because like, he's like, I don't want to. <laughs> he's so afraid. I don't want to. So I don't want to alienate our straight male viewers. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, learn about but you shouldn't rape people. <laughs> well, what's in? Like, what are some of the rules? Like, um, like a gentleman doesn't use words that he doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> oh my I god! You like just, you've just <laughs> negated all comedians. <laughs> Like, you also like have truly, I think that solved toxic masculinity. We did it. <laughs> well, and wait a minute. Sorry, they, I'm rolling my eyes. Wait a minute. So many men can it's spell like, Gillette. This actually could work. It's stuff like that. <laughs> I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of other words. Like, like uh, give me, give me oh, one a gentleman like doesn't use words from, uh, doesn't use uh, words from languages he can't speak. What? Like that? He How can't do you speak order fully. a croissant then? Can you oh, give, uh, can you give me like one of these rules that actually pertains would, to like, women? Really confront men's ideals of like what they're owed by just like having penises. You or... know what? I'm yeah, gonna get a one. book. I don't know it off the top of my head. Well, I'm see, get then a these book. books are nothing good because if those are the two things that you took away from it, they're not gonna help the problem. I feel like, <laughs> wait, wait. You know what I gotta tell you? Okay, here's one that I probably would want to be in there. A, this is just based on personal. A gentleman would buy a meal not expecting anything in return. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. 
that Ooh. feels like and expectation yes. and entitlement like those things I think mm-hmm. it should deal or like yes. a gentleman will buy a drink and not roofie it or <laughs> <laughs> crazy shit the unless basics that we need those, to teach just, men the unless same, that's in that book I don't think because I also think kind of like the gentleman like the idea of like hey I'm a gentleman I open doors for women well that's not enough there are a lot of <laughs> They're like literally incels are people who are like, oh, I'm God. such a nice guy and, yeah. and like women won't fuck me. So I'm going to shoot them. Well, I don't like, think anyone that says I'm is. a nice guy, women a won't fuck me, I'm going to shoot them can be considered a, a gentleman. Right, but they read books like that. A gentleman. I don't think they do. I think they do. I'm not so sure. Well, I think okay. they're reading like World of Warcraft walkthroughs. I don't know. <laughs> can I tell you, I have a, I have, I'm going to have another hot take. I think gentlemen, good and bad, are reading everything. And I think that what they read doesn't determine how they treat people. Um, uh, Also a hot take. I think most men don't know how to read. (laughs) You want to know a specific man that I guarantee you doesn't know how to read? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Can I make an admission? Yes. Admission. Admission. Mouth, mouth. Wow. Uh, Sorry. I am an actor. Um, Here's my admission. I find... When big is cooking in scenes, yeah, game that is not any hot, that is not a hot take. That is that's like, hot as fuck. But it's hot. It's a hot take for me to find big hot. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. He was like, literally, I don't even know how to cook feel, and I'm like, I like cook, and I was like, but isn't this for me? But also, isn't this is okay? Yes, so delicious, so great. But I judged <laughs> Carrie so fucking hard. And I loved some. I loved Miranda when she was like, "You're ditching me for a political piece." Yeah, yeah. So like, this fuck is the off. this is the next scene. <laughs> Carrie is at Big's apartment. He's like, "Look at that piece of veal. I'm a, I'm a jazz cat." Uh, and uh, and they're smoking while they're cooking, they're which smoking. is just like true love for Carrie. Not only that, yeah, but also Carrie's like, old New York. And she's, old New York. Carrie just wants old New York all the time, like smoking indoors. She wants a jazz cat. She's she sticking cigarettes cat. in his mouth. Is how they're smoking while they're drinking wine and Pretty like hot. And all like and it like it almost you can like taste it he like gives her i mean it's yeah mm. well so and then carrie says like can i make a request i want you to get to know my friends better and he goes i know your friends and he literally says exactly what jesse my boyfriend said when he came on the podcast That's he goes true. charlotte is the brunette and uh miranda's, miranda's the, redhead. the redhead and samantha is trouble, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like he came on our podcast and was like i've never seen the show but this is what i know yeah, <laughs> and then he just says yeah sure i'll hang out with your friends and i was suspicious <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. and that's also when he says carrie what do you need yeah, yeah. i don't know i thought that was it was gross trouble it was gross this is like He's like, this girl has trouble communicating. I have trouble communicating. Let's get down to the fucking issue. Yeah. I was into I just, like, they both, like, Carrie just wants him to change. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't actually make any effort to communicate yes. what yes. she wants him to change. Yeah. And yep. so it was, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give Big that for putting it on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was but a game of chicken, yeah. though. And I my, think my, I'm like, lost. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to take a bit of a dramatic pause here, because yeah. we're about All to right. meet a very important character. <gasps> oh, wait. Uh, Oh, so, well, this is, this leads into it. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie gets a call from Miranda and she's like, hey, where are you? We're having dinner. Like, she's like, fucking I'm dish- at Big's house. He got feel. <laughs> and Miranda's like, I was like, so pissed. You. I was supposed to be like, you don't dish your friends. And also, 
Your friend is sitting at a bar waiting for you. You know, uh, we don't really invite her over to Big's house and be like, "Come over come here for feel. dinner." Yeah. yeah. Or I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm so instead of I'm so fucking sorry, I spaced I and cry. forgot. Yeah. That is like what she well, needed to say. Was like instead, of, well. He the thing is, is he made this real. It's <laughs> <And> like <laughs> apologize first, Carrie. Miranda, well, it's real. Carrie left a voicemail on Miranda's home machine. But what I thought was crazy was they were both talking on cell phones. Meaning, like, why didn't she just call her cell phone? I mean, I guess it was the nineties; people weren't That's used fair. to it. But she knew she was going somewhere. You know what I think happened? I think it was well after the time, and so Carrie, I just called Miranda's machine to make it look like she made an effort. Yeah. Oh, Carrie is not a good friend. Anti-Carrie right now. I, and listen, I Carrie identify with Carrie. Carrie against Carrie. I have a lot of Carrie hot takes. Well, this one I think is egregious because I think she ditched her friends, her boyfriend, which let's be honest, we've all done. And I will, when I fall in love, I, I will friends. ditch a lot of friends. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what you want? Like, I you in that honeymoon period, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's great. But like, if you make plans with someone... You gotta fucking man up and cancel them. Yeah. Like a, like a proper fucking adult. And Miranda would understand. Granted, the fact that Carrie does this actually turns out pretty great for Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Pretty Well, but we're great. not gonna give Carrie any credit for it. And Miranda it hangs point. up the phone, screams, enjoy your veal, and hangs up the phone, and then goes, give me another glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Again, May I... May I. May I have another glass of wine. Holy fuck. Oh, that was really good. So wow. here's the thing about I have so many thoughts. It's new Let's Skipper. Yeah, it's I know. Skipper. Better I Skipper. I truly, when I Better saw him, skipper. I was like, oh, Skipper's back and he has a job. He's a confident Skipper. He's a confident Skipper, but more importantly, he's the only person in the entire series who has a New York accent that takes place <laughs> in New York. Yep. <laughs> you know what? Okay, here... He, so he goes up and he's like, you have to say please when you order from me. And then he's like, and also, my name is Steve. If Big did this, I would break every TV in the world. Because, <laughs> I, would, because I would find it so arrogant and disgusting. Steve doing this, I loved every second of it. I because was swooning. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Miranda is to Steve as Big is to carry. We've said several times that Miranda, Miranda is Mr. Big. Miranda Miranda's is Mr. Very big. big. And their relationships are the exact same, but it deals differently with gender because Steve doesn't make as much money, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, so power that, dynamic. the power dynamic Ooh. is adjusted. Mm-hmm. But anytime Steve tries to get close to Miranda, she keeps pushing him away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Miranda and Steve, like, uh, Lillian, I'm so excited for you to watch this unfold because it's just like, it's the relationship of the century. I want Miranda to get less mean. When will that Okay, happen? okay, okay, but listen. Steve. I want to hear, like, your your reaction to, like, Steve. Yeah. Okay. I know you're not feeling Miranda recently. We're also bringing, like, ions of, like, knowledge of Steve. So, like, I, your yeah, hot take how, is what was I your want. take on this not for knowing? All, yeah, for all Lillian knows, Steve is going to no, be gone I've forever. Seen, no, I've episode. seen the pictures on Google Images. Um... <laughs> What's your first thought of Steve? My first thought of Steve was a new Skipper. We had talked about earlier that Skipper isn't coming back, but you guys said that it kind of seemed like they wanted Skipper to be on and kind of fucked up his character. He seems really like new Skipper. Mm-hmm. I really liked him, and I'm kind of... Miranda's been real mean in these past few episodes, and she's been so anti-men and so keeping herself at such a distance from people that I was like... God, like, I can't see her keep treating people so horribly over and over again. And I came into the show as a strong Miranda fan. 
And she she's pushing me away and she's pushing the men away. Oh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, let me just give credit to I agree. I fully agree with you. As a hardcore Miranda it sounds like apologist. You don't because <laughs> I'm, I'm like as a hardcore Miranda apologist, like who's like, fine, she can be mean to everyone because I love her. Because she's assertive. I I agree. She's like pushing people away, but I think Cynthia Nixon's performance is I've I, said this iconic. in previous episodes. It's just so layered and so there's a moment later in the episode, and I'll talk about it when we get to it, that, like, broke my heart and I truly burst into tears. I was, like, slightly drunk when I watched this episode. But I literally burst into tears because, like, I know that feeling of, like, being so cynical and, like, pushing everyone mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. It's so... And I think the way Cynthia Nixon performs it makes it feel like a real person and not just, like, oh, she's a bitchy lawyer. But then I wonder, too, like, so this Steve, he... I was, in all my notes, it just says new skipper. So Steve... <laughs> clever than skipper when he did the thing when he was like was it your uh your boyfriend your girlfriend your butcher i thought i was like because ah! he's confident he's confident <laughs> i he's- gotta tell you there is something funny though and this i want you to clock as well because it's important to see where steve goes is in the first episode we meet him he's reading ernest hemingway at the bar mm-hmm. and he's saying he's giving a code to Ron. and i think you need to know like just that where they take steve further in the series was not Scooby Doo. He's the He's like a Knicks fan. Like, so it just it's yeah. The way that I like the way he's first presented, where he's like a foil to Miranda. And, yeah. He gives he's as like good a as Brooklyn he gets. guy. Yeah, Queens. Yeah. Oh, Queens. <laughs> he's was my Queens. I also wonder too why it was the same thing with Skipper. It was kind of I think the reason I compared him to Skipper is because it's that insane love right away that doesn't feel deserved, mm. where he is like. It seems he's already in love with Miranda and she has done nothing to earn that in my opinion because she's just been mean to him. She's had sex with him. They have that weird scene where their feet are both oh, off yeah. the bed. Well, and after they leave the bar it says he served her two orgasms straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you guys think you're so clever, Sexy City writers. They which, are. They're so clever. so clever. But I was like, when do you have sex with someone? And then all four feet are at the same distance at the end of the bed. It's yeah, very I'm like weird. trying to think. Cause also because he's way shorter, shorter than, her. than her. Yeah, yeah he's shorter than her. I just think it's love at first sight. But here's the thing. I don't think it is. It's not. Here's what I said. So Jesse was watching this with me last night. And Jesse and I, like, we don't tell. I love that Jesse's sticking with it. Well, no, he just was like... He was for the li- record... He was playing his Switch while I... I gotta tell you, for the record, a lot of men... Like, my writing partner is a straight man, and yeah. I gotta tell you... Love this show. A lot of straight men fucking don't realize how much they like the show, and they see it, yeah. and they think it's funny. It talks about sex candidly. Yeah. It's, like, really fun, frivolous. Like, mm-hmm. they he, like it more than he, they do. Uh, that's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> he unabashedly is like, yes, this is fierce. Uh, we also... We immediately after watched RuPaul's Drag Race, and it took us three hours, because we could not stop pausing it and being like, Yes! <laughs> Uh, but I was talking about thinking about the first night that I kissed Jesse. We were so drunk. I had hooked up with this other guy at the theater we were working at, and I was just trying to get him to leave me alone. And we were so drunk, and I just like made out with him at this party. And at the time, I think that like this is how I read this. Not that it was love at first sight, but that like at the time you're looking at it and you're like, oh, this is like a whatever hookup. This is like any other hookup I've ever had. And then mm. like 10 years down the road, you're like, oh my God, like that was like the a spark that was different than any other spark I've ever had. Yeah. And I didn't know it in the moment, but there was something like, that's, I thought they did such a good job of capturing well, Steve that knows it. feeling. But He's he, like, this is special. He kind of. And she says, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think you understand. 
TV. That's literally me with Jesse. I can't, I can't <laughs> even deal. But I also feel like, too, is Steve is a cute fucking bartender. He is. Yeah. How many women come up to him and hit on him all the time? And he can get, like, he talk, he's really, he's like, I'm a cute bartender. I've like, never thought he was he's cute like, until I watched cute. this. And then, but, I mean, like, he's disarming and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I think with, like, Miranda, I have a feeling, like, I think men do like to be challenged. And mm-hmm. I think Steve specifically liked the fucking conquest of it a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, I think he liked softening that edge. And I think that challenge is, like, a turn-on to him. And I think yeah. that's why he's not necessarily in love with her yet. Because I think it takes a long time for him to realize that that, like, cold exterior is hiding someone who's, like, deeply hurt and in pain. And I think... It takes Miranda a minute to realize he's not just being, he's not being like a fuckboy from like um, episode four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Where he's like, he's not just like promising something that he's not to get what he wants. He already got what he wants. Which which guy was episode four? It was uh, this guy that fucked Samantha. That Uh, like, he looks kind of like, we're going to go to the Hamptons and. And and oh, then like he is ditches he the, her. Is he the salsa dancer? Yeah, yeah. And then he ditches her. And he's like scholar. And he's, <laughs> and he's telling her he's telling her what he what she wants to hear. And like I think Miranda is like has been burned so many times that she's like she's I'm not gonna and has that. seen her yeah. friends yeah. get That's burned exactly so right. many yeah. times. And she's and she's so been their bulldog. She's been the one that she's fights yeah. them. Yeah. So so like, oh my god. <laughs> Great impression. So sorry about this. If we could get a Miranda doll that's just like you pull the string and it just goes. Lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. I loved this whole thing. I literally love Steve. He should cry. The wrong sip and it's a nice one. It's very good. It's fucking good. All right, well, then we get to the scene where Sam gets. Samantha. Samantha. Sorry, I was being How do you feel about calling Samantha Sam? into it. I mean, she kind of has like BD and BDE energy anyways. Yes. Or BDE. Big BD, energy. I like to say BDE. No, it's like um, ATM machine. ATM. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, ATM. There's another one, but I can't find. Um, ESPN network. Um, yeah. I, but the, <laughs> but uh, the, uh, yeah, no, I think she, I don't mind calling her Sam. I feel like there's something about it that's like, yeah, she like probably, for, like, she probably is to some people. She probably sends out like cold letters that say Sam instead of Samantha and they call her back because they probably think she's a dude and she's like, yeah, no, I'm a fucking woman and you, yeah. I don't like when other people call her Sam but I feel like I'm close enough to her now that I am allowed to. Uh Yeah. But not Carrie. Yeah, fuck you, Carrie. <laughs> not this Carrie. Carrie, Charlotte, Thank Miranda, Carrie. they can't call her Sam. But you are team Sarah Jessica Parker and not team Kim Cattrall. It's a very complicated situation. I can ask that question on the end. Which I, one are you? You know what? Neither. I actually like to give fucking credit to both of those people mm-hmm. for keeping that shit under wraps for so mm-hmm. long yeah. and still showing up and doing their job and letting mm-hmm. everyone believe and love that they are friends and supporting each other. At the end of the day, like, knowing the shit that they were going through and the filming that they had to do, where it was going through hard shit and long day shoots, mm-hmm. props to both of those women for fucking keeping their personal lives at bay and doing the job that needs to be done. I agree. Mm-hmm. I will say, I found <laughs> Kim Cattrall's response, uh, response disproportionate. to the Instagram where she was like, please do not oh, send yeah. your condolences. I was yeah. like, she was. Insane. I think that was a true olive branch of, like, we don't need to be friends, but we don't need to have this out in public. And she was like, fuck you, you fucking cunt. And I but was honestly, like. I'm also like, I don't know the full story. Exactly. I'm not picking sides. I've met people who know both of them and speak incredibly highly of both I, women personally. You know what? I'm no longer going to encourage team SJP or team Cattrall. And I like the scatting. This is a bipartisan podcast. The scatting video is 
And her husband looks miserable. I bet they just have like miserable. Oh my god, it's so good. Whatever But yeah, no, I mean that I did feel like her response was disproportionate to what Sarah Jessica Parker did. But I also could understand like there was a lot of pain. Like she just lost her brother. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like I think a lot of that, and I don't know them, but I feel like a lot of it was just like aimed yeah. at SJP. Oh, that's so hard. And also, like, imagine going through all that and then it's like, now your enemy is like this hero of like, oh, look, she's reaching out yeah. to me and it's like, bitch, yeah. please, it's not who this person is. Yeah. Like, don't, you did this yeah. for yourself. You mm-hmm. could have sent me a private DM mm-hmm. and not put it on the fucking mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Which is also, you know, like, are you doing it for your own PR benefit or, you know, Send me a DM. But it's like, would she have even accept? Would she have even seen the DM? Would she have even like? I guarantee you that? that their publicists know one another. Where if she wanted to send flowers, a bouquet of flowers, that would have gone a lot along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a bet that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker has a way to contact Kim Cattrall. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they have each other's phone numbers after all those. Or years. maybe they don't after they had a. Blunt. They were on a Seriously. lot of casting call sheets. <laughs> or they know each other. There's not, listen, once you're in a movie with someone, I don't, like, there's got to be a way to reach out. Or what if she, it's, I don't, I'm like, no, we're like really like going down the rabbit hole. But like, yeah. I don't know. I hear what you're saying. She might not have a way to get a hold of her yeah. when she felt like that. But also like, isn't, I, uh, mm. the whole thing's a mess. This Samantha fucking old it. dude. Smith, oh, this old dude. There are diamonds everywhere. Diamonds everywhere. Diamonds in the champagne. Diamonds in the napkins. Diamonds in the champagne, right? Uh, uh, just everywhere. Uh, diamonds. In the napkins. In the napkins. She unrolls napkins. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God damn. It's it was so gross. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, being I'm sorry. Remo- no, being removed from it. I loved it. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I was jealous. Like, if a guy was, like, really attractive and all of a sudden just gave me, and I knew, like, he, I was, I mean, would be really nice but even in the I think I'd be scared if someone yeah. gave me that much money I think I'd be scared I also I'm bringing my own shit where I'm like I have to have sex with them now yeah, yeah. I have to have yeah. sex with them well and, and she goes get she gets into it oh like, you have she's to like, at that point oh you have just, no, I feel like you make a it lady yeah. has sex no, when a man gives you time no you know what I would do I would fucking Anne Boleyn the shit out of that and be like na 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 you have to earn we're pointing to our ring fingers I know that this is not I think that's a new verb that I want to say that idea where he He's like, yeah. he says, oh, wait, but first he proves that he is the oldest man in America. He goes, I used to, he puts on a record and he goes, I used to groove with these cool cats in Cuba. <laughs> he See, says Cuba like, is in Cuba, which I was interested oi, in. Oi, oi. A gentleman doesn't speak a language. <laughs> <laughs> in Cuba. My pants. Um, you know he love, don't speak Spanish. You know what I mean. Just say Cuba. I also You're, love that his servant or housekeeper or whatever was just like, as Samantha's opening these diamonds, she's just like, God, God fucking fuck. damn it. She's that like, I've been. Funny. She literally was like, I've been looking for a raise for twenty years, <laughs> and this bitch comes in. And she gets fucking she just diamonds. Gets a poor woman. A bracelet, a necklace, and earrings. It's crazy. He says to her, he's pretty upfront with her, and he goes, I figure I have 10 to 12 years left. Which isn't a ton of time for a 17-year-old man. In the moment, which I, I I won't say now I would do this, but in the moment, yesterday when I was watching this, I was like, I'd do that. 10 to 12 years? I'd, 10 to 12 years? No. And like, oh, I'm in my hot, I'm in my hot prime. This is, where I, this is where I have to grab some, like, this is the moment where I have to trick someone to spend the rest of my life, mm-hmm. their life with me. Yeah. But after those 12 years... <laughs> 
You're, you're set. set. You're but done. For the rest of your life. Yeah. And you know what? You can always kill him after two. She didn't seem. <laughs> she didn't seem like she hated spending time with him. No, I would yeah. actually. If that, if someone offered me that right away, I'd be like, listen, I'm. If I actually liked him, I think like, that feels really drastic. I say we continue how this is going. Like, he's proposing oh, to the first... Like, there's... But they both I'm know what it is. I'm being very reasonable. I am not being fun. They, yes, I would. <laughs> there was a, I mean, I, I... I honestly thought I was surprised at what made her decide not to do it. That her butt... The butt? Okay, yeah. So they're about <laughs> to have butt, sex. Butt. He pops a Viagra. They're about to fuck. And he's like, feel my penis. Yeah. <laughs> he just grabs her hand and... Wait, I... That's... He's hard. She's like, at least he can get hard. Uh, and then he goes to the, it's dark. But they have sex first, don't they? No, they're kissing. No, they're, they're just kissing. kissing. This was basically a Viagra commercial. Ah, uh, it's better than the two people in the bathtub next to each other, like out in the open. Holding hands. <laughs> I, Gross. I didn't think that they fucked, but they were I like, don't think they had sex. In, in the dark, he had the hands of a younger yeah. man. He had the, the lips, the of, lips a of a man. younger man. And then he like goes to the bathroom and, and the she moonlight. sees... The moonlight illuminates. You gotta be like, girl, get blackout curtains. What did you do to yourself? Honestly, I'm like, if you've gotten that far, is a saggy ass really gonna be the thing that deters you from it? It was dark. And then we get the light. But still, if you were willing to fuck this guy for his money, even though he's 72 years old. Right, like that's And then you just see his saggy, what, you thought he had a taut little booty? Well, that's why I'm like, no. Like, Samantha, no. You're dating a guy that you're not, you're fucking a guy you're not physically attracted to. Like, you could go out to any bar. Millions of dollars! I'm not being very feminist. (laughs) We're learning more about Samantha's You're being choice feminist, which I'm into. Choice (laughs) feminism is a thing. And we're learning that saggy butts are a deal breaker for Samantha. And that's kind of the only thing. And a small dick. A small dick. Small dick. Small dick. Small dick. The so, I don't know. Oh, I'm getting this weird feeling that Samantha is super superficial. Yeah, what? it does. It's just Samantha? <laughs> You're just I don't know. I'm, just getting, I'm getting an inkling. I'm getting, um, you know that feeling you get on your spine when you're it's like, someone's behind me. Um, you're like, <laughs> Samantha Jones is superficial. Superficial? <laughs> I guess it's wrong, but okay. I love that that's just what you came up with. I think that's, you know what? It took you... This long? It took me how you many really episodes? You really love her, and I think that's so good. I love her. But also, we're all superficial. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I, I gotta say, I'm on Hinge and Bumble now, and I gotta tell you. Superficial. So, mm-hmm. I feel so, that's why I hate it. I feel like such a dick. Yeah, we talk mm-hmm. about this a lot. Lillian and I talk about this, this a is, lot. This is something that I have no experience. Yeah, not, not Obviously, I'm probably, I am superficial, but I have never done um, I did have a brief time. Have I ever told you guys about when I was on OkCupid briefly? Oh, oh and I no. did, and I, and then Jesse and I got back together, and I like went through all my messages, and somebody told me I was a weapon grade, weapons grade boner fairy. Is that a, <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. Is that yeah. charming? <laughs> he said, in the That's words of Abraham Lincoln, you're a weapons grade boner That's fairy. That's funny. I like that. Actually, I'm into that. The, I don't he know. If... He attributed to Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I don't know if it was. Yeah, it leaves it's funny to me, but I don't know if he was. I don't know if he was. If funny. he credits it to Abraham Lincoln, it has to be. I don't think he was doing the Emancipation Proclamation, and then you're like, "She's a boner, a I, weapons grade boner fairy." I don't know. I don't want to give that guy that much credit. No, I think he that's used the word fair. boner. At yeah. least he didn't give you a picture of his. <laughs> I just no. don't. Or Abraham. I don't Lincoln's. think using the word boner in an opener is very. Uh, it's, it has to be tastefully Good. done. Yeah. I feel like that would have made me laugh. Anyone on Hinge, you find me, call me Weapons Great Poker. <laughs> <That's, laughs> as long as you've you heard this episode of the podcast. As long right. as you I'm going to message some people that there are weapons. 
in Abraham Lincoln and see how this goes next week. All right, fine. We're going to revisit this. You do it too. I also put that on my about me. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln once said, I... (laughs) So then we get to Steve shows up at Miranda's door. Did we so think this was sweet. scary or nice? I thought it was I thought sweet. It was so sweet. I thought it was so Keep sweet. Keep okay. phone number. It, it, the way it happens is so sweet because Steve is so disarming and like so sweet and charming. But like, he, I don't know. He like, there shows is something up showing up just to say that he likes her. This is pre-text message. This is yeah. pre-phone yeah. numbers. Exactly. I also think if she really didn't like him and was creeped out, just don't let him in. Yeah. And she yeah. and he kept calling her. Yeah, and she wasn't answering. But also, like to borrow a phrase, he she, it doesn't. It seems like she's just not that into him. If he's not answering, <laughs> but back, I did like, think. But anyway, I think it's sweet because, uh, yeah, you know, storytelling wise, it's nice. He was putting yeah. it all out on the line, and I didn't feel like he would have pressured her to like Do continue if she didn't yeah. want to. Exactly. I I wrote that this is like the difference between Steve and Big is that like he shows up. And is like, I like you. Yeah. It's honesty and vulnerability. That is like the yeah. main difference between and Steve Carrie and Carrie wouldn't Bay. even do that to Bit. Well, because I think Carrie and Steve are the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I also think like Steve has like yeah. some like man thing. Steve the way he, he is. is the way he talks mm-hmm. to women is like a little big-esque where he's like, I'm being jazz cat, you know? <laughs> I also really didn't understand this thing where he was like, have dinner with me. And she said, I won't have dinner with you. I hardly know you. And he's. Like so, her. she'll yeah. she'll fuck him, but she won't have dinner with him. You know that's actually happened to me. I'll tell you, I, <laughs> I I had my only one night stand, and it wasn't great. I don't know his last name, Ken. If you're out there, I have no idea who you are. Sending your last, sending name. love. He was a technician. He was like a, a, a Columbia University. He was he like monitored heart and lungs in an open. You know, he had a beeper, so I believed him. So we we had a, we had a beeper. I bought it. I bought it. He had a beeper. I bought it. So we had a one-night stand, and then he stayed the night, and I was like, ah, no, my goose to that. And so I, <laughs> he left the next morning. I cleaned all my sheets, you know, like a very good person. And uh, he, uh, this was like, by the way, a week after I moved to New York. Mom, Dad, please don't listen to this. Uh, and um, he, the next day, he got my number, and he was like, hey, like, I'd love to take you out for dinner. Wait, and how I, did he get your number? Because I gave him, like, I oh, gave, okay. you know. And I was, because he's like, I'd love to go out sometime. And I was like, yeah, yeah, here it is, bye. <laughs> I was very new. I was sometimes yeah, wow. sometimes boys pressure you into getting. I've dealt with you before. I was twenty two. I was twenty two years old. I was like, I, we've all dealt with you. Before. <laughs> so, anyways, well, so you're we, like, I want to leave, and then some boys like, what's your last name? What's your phone number? And I don't lie. Oh, well, I, I cannot so... lie. It's bad. Uh, honest Abe, I'm from Illinois. You know who you get it? Mm-hmm. Me and Abe Boner Fairy. Uh, so he then he then uh, called or texted me and was like, hey, I'd love to take you out for dinner. And I was like, yeah, maybe later. <laughs> like postponing. I know I'm the worst. But no. I didn't want to go out with him because I was like, he's seen me naked. He knows the goods. He's going to expect it. And that expectation mm. I can't handle. Like, I couldn't handle, like, being with someone who would expect me to just fuck them again because it was, like, a drunken night. You know what I mean? Uh, that's and how I, think, I, felt. I can see that that's, like, why Miranda would maybe be like, like, no, we fucked. Like, I don't she's know like, we you. Fucked. I, don't I know this. that's all you want. And, like, you don't have to play. You don't have to do this song and dance with me. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ethan, how do you feel about all those ladies now? Shaved legs. I still think they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna shave my legs for this. He, his legs were smoother than Ken. His legs were smoother than mine because he was like a professional. He was like a biker guy, so he had shaved his legs oh, for, like, for drafting. Ooh. I don't think I'm. Oh clear my god, about what his this, job is, is. This, is, <laughs> this is. This is. Such, I can tell you something, but then my favorite part about it—not my favorite part—was this is actually about this is in another show that I wrote, but um, we were having sex and at one point, like towards the end. He literally said to me, 
while he was fucking me, come bitch, come. Oh my Whoa. god! <laughs> oh my god! Jeez. I remember being like, uh, I'm done. <laughs> done. <laughs> because magically, those words weren't the words that made me come. It yeah. was like, oh, thank you. Waiting to hear come bitch. Oh my come. god! Oh, thank right. you. The magic words. Did I turn to stone Wait. when you said that? Yeah. I out of my body. I want to get the timeline right. So he did that. Then the well, next morning, well, he bought me pizza and coconut water after the bar. So I give him some credit. That's not enough. That was honestly were very drunk. He needed to give you the amount of diamonds that Samantha received in this episode for me to be okay with you say, him saying, "Come, come bitch, come." come. It's the first time, Isn't and I will so say, fun. I was like encouraging him. Certainly, you know, to like, oh. you know, but that's an escalation. Come, bitch, come. I was like, oh, we went from A to G. Uh. <laughs> like, when you start an improv scene and you're like getting a little edgy and you like bring up and like why you hate somebody is like women are fucking cunts and they should all be dead and you're like ah (laughs) and you and then you just like slowly run across the stage to black it out (laughs) and you're just like end end of scene (laughs) wow yeah you have to feel really safe doing sex and And political improv Anyway, that is the little kernel. You're welcome for that. Ooh, dark. So, I feel I feel for Miranda. She's oh, been yeah. burned before. If so, I don't get a lot of suitors after this podcast, I mean, honestly. <laughs> so how do we feel about Steve's uh, persistence? I love it. I thought he was very nice about it. I, yeah. It didn't seem creepy. It seemed genuine. I did like it. It's, and also, I like Steve, so yeah. I'm, I'm so biased. And it felt like this is... Okay, have you guys watched the Netflix show You... No. no, no. I'm like sort of not it's wanting fine. It's to like, because yeah. I like the way it like the it's Ted Bundy sort of like thing where t- everybody's talking about right now. It's another. It, they also have like this similar problem to Sex and the City where I'm like, do you know <laughs> that you're making a joke right now or are you being serious? <laughs> it's that kind of a thing, mm. and and it's like about this guy and all of the things he does are like he like literally stalks this woman, mm-hmm. but it's all framed in his. It's from his perspective, so he thinks he's like doing like romantic comedy type stuff. Oh. And I could see how Steve's persistence could be perceived in that way. Yeah. To me, this felt like the right way to be persistent. Enough mm. pressure that it's like, hey, I, I want this interested. and I want you to know mm. I'm in on you. But then, like, he backed off at the right moment. Yeah. I thought. That's why I thought it wasn't creepy because he knew when, like, okay, she's done with this. Cool. And even, like, arranging to be like, let me meet up with you and your friends is, like, let me if you feel like I'm being weird let's meet in a safe place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a place just that you're comfortable like just give me a, a, just give me a chance so all in all Steve's got game man Steve, Steve knows is... exactly what he's doing well it just goes to show you women just want to be a little it's I mean I don't want to say pursued they just want to be a little threatened we were and I was like I don't know if I want to be pursued like the question is like what could have Miranda said to say like she's not interested because she was like I am not interested right like do like she never says she's not she interested. told him the wrong time she's like it's well, to okay. meet them I thought that was what if, I, there well, is on, I think I would have done that too because if my friends are getting there at nine and this is a strange dude I would want to get there before that she's way, not gonna get there at seven no. she told him seven so oh, like he I gets there and leaves before him, she gets so. there oh I would have done it so I could spend time with this dude and then be like. Okay, he can meet my friends or get the fuck yeah. out. See, that, there, oh, that was not like, my impression. I, I am wondering, like, how much, like, looking back at this, like, how much of it she, is appropriate. I but, don't think she ever explicitly is like, leave me alone. I am not yeah. interested mm-hmm. in A lot of it is, like, her being like, you don't have to do this. We both yeah. know what this was. 
Like mm-hmm. she's giving him excuses. She's giving not, him yeah. an yeah. out that he's not looking for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. So she says, "Meet me at seven. He says, "Okay, cool. Uh, what time are you actually getting there?" And she says, nine. He says, "Okay, cool. Meet you there." <laughs> so but also cute. because she does give him eventually the right place and the right time. Yeah, it's not like she's. Yeah. Please I mean, don't come. He was about to leave. If he didn't, like, he was about to leave, and she was, she very well could have never seen him again because of that. Yeah. I'm not going to give her credit for giving him the wrong time. Yeah. And for him knowing to well, but it's press also, her on that. Okay, no, I'm not giving her credit. What I'm saying is that she's not creeped out by him. Oh. Because she eventually does. I mean, oh, she was creeped like out she by him. could have said, like, no, seven. I think she's just hesitant. All right. Yeah. I, I also think it's one of those things where, like, how are you to know that, like, this person... I mean, you obviously know, Lillian, that, like, he ends up being a big yeah. romance in her life. And, like, mm-hmm. how are you to know that the things you're doing to that... Like, I'm sorry. I just, like, really... I really connected with this. It reminded me of when Jesse and I first started <laughs> hooking up. Like, literally the first night we hooked up, he left my room. Like, he was like, I can't do this. And, like, left my room. And then the next day we went to the beach and he ignored me the whole day. And it was like, but like That's thinking about, hot. like, I don't think that we would look during that time. It wouldn't have been like, oh, he's like the love of my life. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. But now I'm like, oh my God, that was like wild. <laughs> <laughs> like we look back on it in such a different way. And I, so I think like the way she was treating him, I don't know if she's like, oh my God, I'm like pushing him away a little. So we'll come back and then we'll be together forever. No. I think she's just mm-hmm. think she's not just even I aware. I think she's taking of like when she was like, what are we teenagers? Like that moment. Yeah. And like she's having to be softened and he's doing the softening. He's yeah. like, he's thawing her a little bit. <gasps> oh. I loved it. Okay, so, so Carrie. She's all dressed up. Uh, she's ready to party. She's in another naked dress. She's ready to, she's ready to show off her boyfriend. It was, it was gold. It was like a gold, like, slim dress. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It looked really good. It was like the naked dress, but gold, so better. Yeah, it was similar to the naked dress. Okay. Big answers the door. He says he's in, like, flip-flops. Oh, and her face. Does he have a bottle shorts. of wine in his hand? He looks like a mess. Oh. He's, like, he's the most mess. disheveled like we've ever seen and him. I am a bailer. I'm a person who bails. I don't go to parties. I bail on things all the time. I just, <laughs> I, I like, I'm a homebody. He gives all the excuses that I've given. He's like, it's raining. I don't wanna. I'm tired. This was bad. This, because I would have never done this. It was important to her. She said it was important to her. There are things that you can bail on that you can get away with. And there are times. And he doesn't know his friend. He doesn't He's not even making an effort. She's doing everything. She's going over to his house, ditching her mm-hmm. friends to make the fucking deal. And he's not even appreciating it and just doing what she wants to do for once. Yeah. You can't I take know. a jazz I cat couldn't outside. believe this. But I was I, so pissed. I did not like this. I thought he was scared. That's how I interpret it. <laughs> no, oh. I don't give him any vulnerability <laughs> points because he's not allowed to pick and choose when he's allowed to be vulnerable. Yeah, fuck you, That's babe. how I feel. <laughs> and he didn't even say, he wasn't like, wasn't like a thing where he's like, I'm having like a lot of anxiety and like, I'm not ready to meet <laughs> I'm having anxiety. I'm having a lot of anxiety. That's literally me. Because oh I actually like, I cancel on things that I probably shouldn't because I do have that's fair. actual of anxiety. Course, yeah. But that's not but what the he idea was doing. It was laziness. He was being lazy and not giving. And but even being lazy and not like, if he was scared, say that. Like fucking say that. He's not going to say that. Exactly! Because no. he's a 40... And it, she let him off the hook a little bit, didn't she? A 42-year-old self-centered baby. And she's and she let him off the hook. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was well, like, she oh, was, well. She and she was, was passive aggressive, I felt. I felt she like she doesn't want to scare him away. He's so yeah. skittish because he's a cat. Yeah. But I did yeah, think the right move for her was to just leave them, yeah. right? Because she went over there to have a drink and she could have been like, okay, I guess I'll hang out for a little bit and then. And then go. she would have ended up ditching her friends. Yeah. Again. So, yeah, no, I think she handled it well. The one thing I wish, like, and of course, like, we all put ourselves in her shoes and we would never, I would never, but I'd be like, this is fucked up. You're hurting my... Well, maybe I would. I'd be like, this yeah. is fucked up. You're hurting my feelings. You can come or not. Just know I'm pissed. I'll see you yeah. later. Fine. Yeah, that's what she should have done. Mm-hmm. He should have been honest about why he didn't want to go. And she or should have been honest about how that made her gone. feel. Yeah. yeah. But we but. get there and it's a huge contrast because Steve is there and he's being a fucking delight. Brings he's being drinks. so Wait, nice. Uh, she makes the dickest Oh, she says the He's a bartender. Thing. We also didn't mention the name of this club denial yeah <laughs> just like very clever Funny. writers <laughs> i mean is it anyway is it them being like we're there so are clever. about like a dozen d- jokes about the fact that this isn't, place isn't is there a real denial. place called denial oh i feel God, like a lot of their stuff was like, i feel like a lot of their stuff was real but mm. i think it wouldn't it doesn't make it doesn't surprise me that if it was a real place they would choose it for this yeah, episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it, it was on the nose. Well, what does Steve say? He goes, he's like, if you want a, if, if you want good service, send a bartender. Miranda says, if you want a good fuck, go home with one. Yeah. And she's mean. even Samantha, even Samantha's just like, like Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, even then, they were like, uh, that was aggressive. That was, was too mean. much. Yeah. That was hurtful. But Steve, being a more evolved man than Mr. Big, goes. Miranda, may I speak to you for a moment? Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Mr. Big probably would have been like, you know what? See you later, baby. Because um, he just, like, can't fucking deal with anything. I actually wonder, oh, I really want a scene of, like, Mr. Big and just Miranda and seeing how they would interact together. I'm, oh, because we don't even, we don't even get that. Well, yeah. okay, so Steve pulls her away and he's like, what are you so fucking afraid of? No, she says, why do you hate guys so much? I didn't like that. So I did. I did. It, it he called her right out, head. man. That was exactly it, what she did. I don't mind it. I don't mind it because it's like he's like I'm not like it's not why do you hate. It's like I think anyone could because I, I think we were talking about like the fact that she's bringing this like what are we teenagers? I hate men. Mm-hmm. I think it's akin like for me it felt like akin to being like feminism is about like man hating yeah. and her being like guarded with men is about her hating guys. I think it's more. Her afraid to be vulnerable with anyone, including her friends. Yeah. And so... He doesn't uh, know that, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, but to me, I'm like... It's an A to G. It's it's not the most evolved way to say that, but, but it's not I did untrue. like that after he had said... He's like, we don't really know each other, so this isn't about me. Yeah. This is about you just being an angry person right mm-hmm. now. Right. And but she starts crying she... in denial. <laughs> I also... But I... I <laughs> I thought they were both right in this scenario. Like, he's right that she's being fucking horrible to him and that she should let her guard down. But I also think she's right to be as defensive as she is. I think she's had, like, a lot of bad experiences. We know that she, like, got shit. Wait a minute. I gotta tell you. She also dated Skipper. And she, like, I gotta tell you. Her bad male experiences, I gotta tell you. Skipper was, like, he was too much, too A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V aggressive. But I gotta yeah. tell you, like, it wasn't, like, he respected her boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, but also in the first episode of the season, we learn about a relationship, like, a, a guy that she thought was the one who leaves her for oh, another yeah, woman. yeah, 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 when she hides. And yeah. I think that that can, like, that can 
fuck you up so much. I just, I, I get why she is the yeah, way she is. Of course. I'm not saying sure. it's justified, but like, I see. You don't love the way he said, you don't, why don't you like men? Like? Yeah, I just, I think, I think they're both, it's like a. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Miranda kind of validates this when she goes back to the girls and says, men are shit. <laughs> I <Yeah. laughs> But this was like such a well. <laughs> I feel very defensive about this because I, I thought I thought this moment was so well acted that she literally had tears in her yeah. eyes when she said that. That it's like that's where I see that like that's why she is that way is because she's so hurt on the inside that like it's a literal physical representation of her being like men are shit and like crying. And then I lost it here when. Carrie's about to explain that Fig's not coming. And then he shows up and Charlotte goes, there he is. And we get this slow motion thing. It, it felt like they were in the production room and they played the wrong music. Like it was supposed I to be jazz and instead they played like this, this Peruvian EDM. I, I hated this. I also hated this. I, hated I should this. have been swooning and I hated this. It was I hate it because I saw her weaken again. She, he knew it was important to her. If he knew it was important to her, he should have fucking did it the first place. It was not enough. It was not enough. And also, I mean, I don't want to jump too much, but the first thing he says to Samantha pissed me off too. Like, he starts, like, calling her out on, like, the, like how old yeah. was this guy or yeah. whatever he says. Like, I'm like, your girlfriend told you that? It, like, you are not allowed to make those jokes right away when <laughs> yeah. you just met those people. I felt like it was in bad taste. Oh, I And it was him that. just, like, I thought it was. But she was I into like it. I it was him, like, being like, here's my She dick. was not into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, before we. I listen to Carrie. Carrie tells me about you guys all the time. Now we're friends. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, that's what I thought it was too. It was a weirdly acted moment because in. Samantha did not like it. Because Samantha didn't laugh. It was just. She felt like a victim. She was like, ow. This was a badly directed scene because if they wanted it to be like, he's bantering with them, like they're all on the same page about what a slut Samantha is. Samantha would have laughed when he said it, but instead they show Carrie and Big being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> laughing to each other. Like, Stop! I'm so embarrassed. And Samantha and Ka- Samantha and Charlotte are looking at him like, "Who the fuck?" Is <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it was bad. I think they intended it to be like him being like, "Hey, I'm one of the girls." Yeah. Well, but it felt like it felt like Carrie was like siding with him. Like they were like laughing at her friends. Yeah, I was like, I "No, like he him. came to me like he needs to ingratiate himself." To them, himself, to them, right? It kind of was like, look at my big dick. Like here I am, and I'm sorry. I know we well, skipped over Miranda going out. Oh, in well, the we rain. Can, so the the <laughs> only good thing to come from Big showing up the restaurant to me is Miranda regains her faith in men. All of us it's instantly. Like, it's like the fairy tale moment. It's the end of Frozen where like Anna melts, <laughs> and it's like so good. And and she runs out in the rain. And I think that this was a reference to Tiffany's reference. Only Steve is Audrey Hepburn because he's wearing like this trench coat. Sorry, I don't know if you guys watched. Also, Parker. the music is Cher in the background. And they're like, she runs. <laughs> what? What song I use was the same, I don't know what it is, but I use the same song in because we do a rain thing and the song we use it. and it's a Cher song. That's I love it. Look at the last scene of Breakfast at Tiffany's and then look at this scene and tell me if you don't think that it's an homage. <laughs> she like chases after Steve and then she's like, okay, like we can do this. And then they kiss and it's so great and I loved it so much. And doesn't I he cried. like, and doesn't he like, hold, they like are really lovey-dovey. Doesn't yes. he like hold her or something? Yeah, or, like, it's, she very him, like, it's, it's very romantic. very much sweet. like. All right, I got you. My heart is like racing thinking about it. <laughs> it was very, it was very sweet. I love it. He seems like so a nice boy. Much. He's he such a nice boy. Oh. Okay, so and I'm just like, go. I want to cry. <laughs> I just like want to cry thinking about it. So, in conclusion, Steve is a nice boy. Mr. Big, Big is trash. But then and we get Trump. that. 
You get that montage of all four of them laughing at the end. They were laughing. Samantha <laughs> and Charlotte were not laughing. In the montage after the... There's well, the Miranda I think you, kiss. Well, I think you see, after they kiss, I think you see Carrie really laughing and, like, fawning over Big because she, like, got her way. I don't know if you see. I thought the other ladies were laughing. I thought they were laughing, too. Maybe they are. <laughs> Watch it again, baby. Looks like They're it's not. this side of the room versus that side of the room. <laughs> Listeners, specifically Jesse, reach out <laughs> comment on the gram because they were not laughing and we both talked about it. <laughs> they were not. In the last, last scene when it's the four of them? They're laughing. So, okay. All right. Let me, so uh, I'm closing my eyes. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Kissing, kissing. They're kissing in the rain. It's so romantic. We're back inside. It sounds Zoom. kind of biased already. No, zoom in on the <laughs> table. All four of them are laughing. Mm-hmm. They're all having a good time. Yeah. Then Big goes, so, so he's like, he's playing his little saxophone because he's the jazz cat. And then he's like, he's like, Samantha, did you ever fuck that old guy? No, and that then, was before. No. <laughs> I'm screaming. I don't know. I don't know. I can't be a veritable. I can't be a scholar on this one. We're gonna. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to revisit this. We're gonna have to revisit this. <laughs> this can't be resolved today. Let's just much like right. this many. is so good. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, she saw. I wrote which character I am. An extremely. <laughs> sometimes it's a question. Sometimes I leave it blank and I don't put who I am in my notes. Today, I I really knew. I really knew who I am. Is that how you Should we get it? at it? Yeah, yeah. that's how so we get to it. Do you, did, did you explain this? I did not. I forgot to. So how we end every episode is we go around and say who we are in this episode. Not for the show. Okay, cool. But this episode specifically. Okay. It has to be one of the four I'm the veal. Ladies. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be. Oh, the veal can be the next character. Uh, um, how many do we have now? That would be number nine. Nine. <laughs> Yeah, ten. We ten. We're now? gonna have like probably a hundred characters by <laughs> by the end of this series. Jazz cat. Do you guys? Well, Emily, you know who you are this episode. I know. I feel like you I go start? first a lot, but I'll go first. It's fine. Um, I am a Samantha. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a Miranda, baby. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about men and toxic masculinity, and they get real mixed up with my own personal anxieties and. It sometimes can cause me, not in relate, not romantic relationships, but previously in romantic relationships, but even in friendships now, mm-hmm. I have a hard time letting down walls, specifically with men. Mm-hmm. And I really related to this. I think it's something that a lot of women really struggle with. Uh, and I loved it. And I thought it was great. And I also felt like a man who's like sensitive and kind and kind of like breaks the patterns that you've been in before can really like soften those yeah. feelings. Mm-hmm. I really, I just loved it. And I think Cynthia Nixon, I cannot say enough good things about this performance. She's amazing. She's I awesome. don't think she won an award for this season specifically, but she should have. Did they win? It's, I looked it up. Uh, I think that Sarah Jessica Parker won the Golden Globe for this season. Okay. And uh, Cynthia Nixon and uh, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall were both nominated, but did not win. So yeah. I'm a Miranda. Kristen Davis wasn't because she wasn't in it. <laughs> I can hear the gasps over which character I chose, like across the city. Um, uh, closing well, the book. I'm going to go ahead and side with you because I was also a Miranda. <gasps> oh my God. I'm actually as not much, surprised. As much as Miranda kind of sucked this episode, I was I definitely. <laughs> I was definitely a Miranda. Boy, don't we all? Because of this whole thing about being. So hurt before that it's hard to open yourself up. That cynicism about Mm -hmm. love in general and that skepticism about Mm -hmm. someone showing genuine interest. Um, Yeah, that's man. I can. I I really appreciate that that from you. Um, 
I uh, was not a Miranda. Not <laughs> you're like, hell. Because <laughs> you're a nice person. Uh, I was a Carrie this episode. Oh. Um, you booked it. Not in a great way. <laughs> uh, this episode, I don't know if anybody comes off well except for stupid Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> no, because Charlotte believes in cheating on your spouse and in this episode. Yeah. Like urban legends. But like also supporting her friends. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Um, I, uh, like I said, I've been in bad situations before where I know I'm doing the wrong thing by hanging out with a boy instead of a friend, but I, I've been there. I've done the, yeah. the wrong thing. I also, I was wooed by Mr. Big a lot this episode. I think I get where, why Carrie was. The veal, the veal was big. The veal was big. <laughs> was big. Whoa. Oh. The veal was, was big. big. Um, you know, him singing in that Italian restaurant. Mm. Um, when he comes back in the end, I thought that was lovely, and I, I was wooed by Big. I was Carrie. I love that. I'm, you know, I get it. I get, I get it, it too. I'm conflicted. I'm actually conflicted. Who I mean, are you normally? Like, what would you say? Like, yeah. I like, actually feel like what I am normally is actually how I feel in this episode. Okay. okay. I'm a Carrie with the Miranda rising, which yes. feels now, like a cheat code. For the men listening, what does rising mean? It's okay, an men know about zodiac term. signs. Jesus. I would uh, actually no say they the opposite. Don't. <laughs> um, I am a woman and I don't know anything about <laughs> Well, at, at the, actually, the, the rising is sort of like what you strive to be. It's sort of right. like your future sign. So like your stars. So like I am a Carrie. I think by default I am Carrie. I think like That's I do your make literal ex- name. Yeah. My, my little, I'm a writer. It's like all works out <laughs> Blonde, it's happening. But I, but I feel like with Carrie in this episode, I've done that shit. Certainly, mm-hmm. like if a man cooks for me, there was a guy I like swiped right on because I was like, oh my god, he's a sous chef. I'm into it. So it's like one of those things where like there's so many things about Big where he keeps going and crawling into her good graces, even though she's tried to kick him to the curb, and I am horrible at kicking people to the curb. Truly mm-hmm. awful at it. Um, as evidenced by my life. Um, <laughs> and and then, but then, like, what I aspire to be is Miranda. And also what I'm feeling a little bit right now, so I guess I probably would say I'm leaning more towards Miranda right now because, like, I get the hurt, I get the pain, I get keeping people at a distance and not trusting people. But I, like, also hope that, like, I can soften like Miranda does in this episode and let mm. people in and then surprise mm. myself and do things that are maybe wildly romantic when I don't necessarily feel like that's in the cards for me. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. This was a good episode. This is really fun. I, I had so much it. fun. Thank you oh my gosh, so gosh. much for having me. Please come back you. anytime. Absolutely. We're doing the whole series, yeah. so girl, I'll be here with bells on. Oh and my God. do you have any projects or anything you're working on yes. right now that people should look out for? Sure. So um, I am writing a new show, which I talked about earlier. It's mm-hmm. called um, Six Chick Flicks, or um, I have to remember the name, or <laughs> A Legally Blonde Pretty Woman Dirty Danced on the Beaches While Writing a Notebook on the Titanic, I and it's it. a parody of all six of those films. Will be a two-hander. It's um, so funny. It's going to be in Winnipeg, Canada this summer, but mm-hmm. I think also at some point in March or early April, it'll be somewhere um, in New York for a little workshop performance. So come enjoy and follow me on Carrie Ipema. And my show is One Woman, Sex and the City. Yes. And um, it might be coming to a city near you. Yay! You guys, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, follow. Tell your best friend. Tell your... You guys, I can't reiterate enough how much parents love this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And if you know me, don't tell mom and dad. (laughs) Tell other people's moms and dads because they'll be like, oh my God, those crazy kids. Those crazy kids. Tell your grandparents. (laughs) Oh. 
can't. I would, tell, <laughs> I would tell my my grandma see one woman second. She was into it. She hates Trump, so she would love this one. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, keep keep politics in your art, baby. Yeah. yeah, stay sexy. Uh, Carrie, would you scat us out? A bit of dance, fabulous. A bit of dance, Gorgeous. Oh, so good. <laughs> this is gonna be, this is she was ready episode. for it too. 